Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to an episode of All Quarantined Up. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, buddy? Uh, well, still Rona-free, uh, and 93. Is that how that saying's supposed to go? Oh, wait, no. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm better I'm better today than I was a few days ago, but I'll get into that in a few minutes with the potential good news. But, yeah, I'm good. How about you, man? I'm doing all right. I, I woke up with a tension headache, and luckily for you know your knowledge of medicine, I was I found medicine that is actually working and taking the headache away. So that's I'm thankful for that. Yeah, I've only been telling you for months what type of fucking headache medicine to take. You know what? I'm glad I you fucking listen to me. I don't listen to non doctors, sir. Doctor Doctor Josh Fisher up in the house. <laughs> uh, hey. You guys, you guys may hear an extra voice here. Um, so we are graced by the presence of Russ. Don't say from- that. <laughs> Don't say graced by the presence you'll give him. Your big head. <laughs> be like, that's right, motherfuckers. You were graced by me. <laughs> be fucking peacock strutting around the yard because you can't go anywhere else to do it. <laughs> Josh nipping, nipping that shit in the bud right away, huh? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, this, was, this is Russ. He's uh he's part of he's a castmate of mine from the MPSP Theater podcast that we do every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the Realm of Collectors channel. And he's uh home from work today, and I was like, Hey man, you know, you said you were bored, you want to come on and record with us? So here he is. Say hello, Russ. <laughs> What's up, guys? Um yeah, I'm 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 home today, and God only knows how long because you know, the Rona. Um <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but yeah, uh, good to hear. It's good to be here with you guys, man. This is awesome. This is good. this distracts me from my uh, my my stress a little bit, so it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> good. good. Know, that's the fun yeah. thing about like uh, uh, living in the age that we do is there's a lot of distractions. Absolutely. Oh, Somebody asked me the other day, like, is Tiger King entertaining? And I go, I don't know that it's entertaining as much as just a really good distraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I gotta give you that. I mean, I, I wasn't like I wasn't as big a fan of it as other people were, but I can tell you that it definitely it was it was seven episodes of pure grease fire. So yep, it kept yep. me amused for seven episodes of it and you know and people kept pouring water on it. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I've been wanting well, to, I've been wanting my folks to watch it for the longest time because I know that they'd enjoy it. And uh they you know they've been putting it off because they're they're you know they're the way they are. And then last night, uh, Josh <laughs> messaged me and says, "You got to watch this documentary." Um, which a couple facts about that documentary, by the way, ten years old. First off, mm, twelve. Is it twelve years old? I thought it said two thousand ten. It might have been that anniversary. No, it was two thousand eight, but it was the tenth anniversary edition. But yeah. Uh, and I said to my folks that like Josh says it's crazier than Tiger King, and my mom goes, "Are we ever going to watch that?" And I was like, "It's up to you and Dad." Like. You guys have Netflix downstairs. Like, watch it fucking when you can. Um, yeah. Holy shit, that documentary! Like, it is, 
It's called the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. And oh. it's just it's just a couple of counties over from me, just over yeah. an hour's drive away from here. I, I've, I've met some of them. I've met some of them. Really? Real yeah. Yeah. We, um, we used to go to tell the tale. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um, me and, uh, some friends of mine used to go four wheeling, uh, um, at, up, up there. And we, um, yeah, we, we, uh, some, so, and, and our, some of our adventures up there, um, we, we were graced by a, a few of the, uh, yeah, a few of the locals and in, in, in a particular area we were in. And, um, yeah, they, we met, uh, we met some of the whites. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I told Greg, I said, this is what it's like where I live. This is like what my neighbors are like that I currently live next to. Yeah. I said, this is not an exaggeration of what life is like around here. This is a more accurate depiction of what life mm -hmm. is like around where I live mm -hmm. than not. <clears throat> and yeah. the whole time he's just messaging me shit. He's like, holy fucking hell. These people can vote. And I was like, well, not the convicted felons. And the other ones probably don't give a fuck. Dude, there, was a <laughs> so point, there was a point in the movie that oh. I just was cracking me up because a guy was like on a guitar and he was he was singing about things. But it just sounded like he was making it up as he's going. He's just like, I, like uh, we go to the bar, we'll have a whiskey, then we'll fuck your mom. It's like, holy, what happened? Where, where that, that, that's, that's Hank Williams the third, by the way. Uh, <laughs> right, and he hangs out with these people. So, what did you, what did you think about Sue Bob? <laughs> uh, dude, her voice, uh, <laughs> and she was like, "I'm the sexiest bitch in the family." I was a stripper, and I made fifteen hundred two grand a night. And then, then they go to this bar, and they're like, "Look, it's Sue Bob and her titties." That I mean, that's what they're saying, and I'm like, she has, she has the prettiest titties I've ever seen. I was like, oh my god! And we are not making any of this shit up. Oh it, no, it is free my, to watch on Amazon Prime. My absolute favorite oh. moment, the one that had my dad and I fucking die and laughing, was the little boy in the background, like, I'm gonna fuck Dennis up. I'm gonna slit his throat. I'm gonna I'll shoot him. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. shoot him right dead in the eyes. Yeah, and his mom, she's all drug addled out, fucking snorting uh -huh. pills like six hours after squirting out a baby, snorting pills in the hospital room and smoking and blowing it out the window, and wonders why Child Protective Services confiscated her kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I think. I think they have a real meth issue up there, man. Dude, the, 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 the meth issue in this region yeah. is no fucking joke. Yeah, it's just pretty bad. I I know with the, the couple of them that we met, I mean, they both, they all had fucked up teeth and stuff. And it was like, and you, they just, they looked twitchy. They were twitchy people. Mm -hmm. I, did, I, did, I didn't want to hang out too long. I told my cousin, and I said, dude, we got to get the hell out of here, dude. These people are crazy. You know, and he's like, dude, I think those are the guys from the documentary. I'm like, man, I don't care. They're weird. <laughs> Dude, that's it's not when that, people like, nothing happened after the documentary. Like it's well, just I mean, the same. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 the same but worse. I yeah. mean, that's that's a good idea. When people say, "Where are you from?" and I tell them, they're like, "Oh, I know Virginia." It's like you don't know this part of Virginia. No, and, um, remind you, this is West Virginia, but the county I live in, in Virginia, yeah. is two counties removed from West Virginia and borders Kentucky. And that whole it's, region is like yeah. that. 
it's it, that area down there is 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 a shit is a shit show. You know, remember this, that's an on its best area. day. It's a shit show. Yeah, yeah that, that area got a lot of fucking history down there too. Of keep in mind, I'm a people. I'm a Cali yeah. boy. Like I I I don't know the South other than like I know where the states are. So right. watching shit like that, I'm just like, what the fuck? And then my mom was yeah. sitting there saying, it reminds her of the Hensleys, which the Hensleys are a um a family that married into her family. So my aunt Carolyn married into the Hensleys essentially. And apparently they're just as fucking bad shit as that, which I'm sitting there going like, how, how (laughs) isolation, low education and, you know, lack of money and Mm -hmm. prescription drugs. I don't give a fuck who hears it. I have family members that I have occasionally interacted with on Twitter uh, not Twitter, I'm sorry, Facebook, that I, I'm i concerned about my genetic code from them. Like, <laughs> it's that bad. <laughs> Just like, you oh, voted. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, man. man. Uh, the, 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 those people, though, they're a prime example of they're, they're a victim of several things. They're a victim of their own legacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're a victim of no education. Yeah. Uh, they're a victim of a very poor area in which you know everybody's always like, "You can pull yourself up by your bootstraps and do anything." No, you fucking can't, because yeah. you can be the unfortunate fucking sperm that fucking crosses the finish line and be born into that situation, and you're never going to have a fucking chance. Yeah, uh, um, the smartest person in that whole documentary was the one that moved to Minnesota. Or is it Minnesota yeah. or Missouri? He moved to Minnesota. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I think the, the the one if you can if you can escape, find find a way to escape. That's when you can. But it's hard to escape because it is because not you can't much, get the money to escape. You got it, and there's not many options that come their way. A lot of and way. and what they're doing to make money isn't legal. Of course not. And, you know, look at them. They're all most most all of them are fucking felons. And you yeah. know what? You yeah. ever tried? I, I don't have a felony. Mm-hmm. I've never been convicted of a felony. I know people who have. You know how easy it is for a felon to get a fucking job? Well, it's <laughs> definitely got to be. I mean, not not at least a, not a job where you can make a livable wage. You know exactly. <laughs> right. So That's yeah, tough. and then if you combine the fact that you put in one of these areas that are among the poorest in the nation. Yeah. You know, because it's just a step above third world country in a lot of these places. It really oh, yeah. fucking is. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, there's no pulling people. There's no pulling themselves up by their fucking bootstraps because they're, they're fucked from the get go from day one. It's like, damn, that lady, her baby was taken by child protective services and placed in, another you know a home she's got the best chance out of any of them at this point right yeah, yeah. yeah. might might actually survive you know the life and they get, get my, avoid that you know i'm curious as to where that baby is now because if that documentary is 12 years old like i'm curious to where all of them are now at this point i would love to see a follow-up of it done after watching it yeah because you're that- right I, it was done quite a long time ago. What did you say, Josh? It was 2008? It was said? released in 2008. 
And that's the thing. Yeah. It took them. They followed them initially. They said they were going to follow them over the course of the year, but it turned out to be closer to two years. From yeah. what I was reading, that they followed them and put all this footage and compiled together a ninety-minute documentary. Jeez, so, dude. yeah. Uh, um, when when it started up, it started off with the production company. It was like Dick House. And I was like the fucking Jackass yeah. guys. What the yeah, fuck? It was Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. 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 yeah it, Which. It, yeah, makes sense wow. that Johnny would know about them because he's super into like Southern stuff. The music well, choices for this documentary were fucking perfect, by the way. No, well, the thing is, Johnny Knoxville's from just over two and a half hours away from here. You know, he was born and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's that's why he's called Johnny Knoxville. I mean, his name is right. Philip John Clapp. Um, but you know, Johnny Knoxville's a cooler fucking name. Who wants to Speaking be called? It's much better than it's much better than that. Yeah, much better than his real name. Shit, I definitely would go in Knoxville. Speaking of that, they're apparently working on a uh, Jackass Jack 4. Four, and I'm very excited about that. Are Dude, I really? love, I wow. love, I love those guys, man, because they're yeah. fucking just as crazy as I am. But they got paid doing the shit that I never got paid to do. I was a big fan of the show, man. I was watching mm-hmm. shit all the time, and. You know, when you start when you, when you see them and then you know you see them doing dumb shit that like you're just like shit that you're like I can't believe they just did that wow you know no yeah. that, there's shit that has been in that show in those movies that I have literally fucking done oh my god dude what? was it the was it the uh, uh, poo uh, the uh, porter potty like bungee thing was that what you did mm, no no so, <laughs> some of the things some of the things I have done shopping carts. Dude, I was doing shopping carts in the nineties. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like, and literally one time, surfed standing up in a shopping cart down the hill at a Walmart, like 130 yards until I crashed into a tree at the bottom. Um, <laughs> nice, well done. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it hurt, but I didn't give a fuck. You and don't guess what? Say. Guess what? I did it again. To that day, that tree is still there, and it was a sapling when I crashed into it. It grew fucking crooked at like a 75-degree angle. Uh, all the other trees in the row lining that that roadway, perfectly vertical. This one's leaning. That was me. <laughs> um, but, dude, I did crazy shit. Yeah. We've talked, we've alluded to some of the crazy shit that I've done before on the show. In a, yeah, because those sort of uninhibited. I'll sit there and be like, we used to go to the creek every day, and I almost got hit by a train one time, but I slid down, and the, the rocks cut my hands, and then I had to go home with all the crawdads in the bucket. And Josh was like, that's fucking nothing. compared to what That's I was Tuesday. Like. That's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I was I was just a daredevil when I was a kid. Like, me I too. would just, like, me would, like, I, I climbed, I climbed, like, I'd, you know, take my bike and carry it up a ladder. To the to a roof to the roof of a house, you know, and ride my bike around the roof, and then you know, look and just try to and jump off the roof on my bike, ride you know? it, ride it off the roof, and see if you yeah. can land on the tires. Absolutely, and yeah. Busted and my then, nuts every fucking time. Yeah. And I after my friend, the fourth time, I quit. I did it at my friend Billy's fourth house. Time. He had a swimming pool in his backyard, so I went off the roof into the swimming pool on the bike. And that was kind of cool. It hurt. It hurt though, but it was cool. <laughs> rode rode a bike off of a rooftop onto a fucking trampoline, trying to make it into an above ground pool. Yeah, that oh, did not. Wow. That did not end well. 
See, I never, I never incorporated a tra- trampoline, probably because trampolines scared the fuck out of me. Oh, no. oh my oh. god, dude! Friend of mine, <laughs> one of my best friends growing up, he had a big trampoline, and uh, it was like twelve feet across. We used to wrestle on that fucker, and we would like do suplexes off of the fucking barbecue onto it. And just almost kill each other because we would bounce so far and off of it and onto the fucking ground and hit rocks and shit, tree branches and roots and (laughs) come home bruised and bloodied. And your mom be like, what'd y'all do today? Oh, nothing. Just fucking around. Yeah, that's 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 good shit right there. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's it's interesting to, to talk to people who grew up in different kind of scenario and whatnot, because I. I've never experienced any of that shit. Like we had a Creek behind where I lived and we went there borderline daily. Um, but the stuff we did was just like play in the dirty areas or like there was a rope swing into the, into the Creek and uh, we would catch crawdads occasionally. Like, I think the thing, the the worst thing we did out there was uh, some hobo left a log half on fire and we thought it was really funny to set part of the brush that was the dry brush on fire and then stomp it out until it got out of control. Um, <laughs> oh God, you're a wild man. Holy shit. You pyro, <laughs> you're, you're a pyro, dude. All right. The funny part of that story is, is, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. That's not the funniest part. The funny part is that we actually, like, like I said, it got out of control and I was older, uh, enough to point out that I was like, we need to get the fuck out of here. So I, we walked the opposite direction of our house to the, um, like to the next street and then went around the gas station and started walking back up on the main, main road to our house to which then, uh, uh, the, the, the intelligent part of my brain decided to go away. And I went, let's go check out what's happening. Let's walk back our, our crime scene. So we're walking down, uh, this this trail on the creek where a ton of people are watching the firefighters try to take care of this blaze that almost hit an apartment complex by the way um and uh i'm standing there like nothing's wrong like i'm just like oh you know like what what's going on guys like this is crazy right uh to which that a fire uh, a police officer comes up and says come with me sir or come with me, young man, or something to that effect. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> turns out, it, what it turns out is that uh, Josh and I had had basically, you know, said, okay, well, we'll pretend we didn't do anything. Jeff, being much younger, was just like, yeah, we did it. Oh, God. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, man, so. Little, little, little ones, man. They always F you over, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we the, the the cops were really cool about it. They didn't charge us with arson or anything like that. Though so they they understood that it was a mistake, but it was a mistake that we should have owned up to early on, and that we had a lesson to learn. So what he ended up doing was walk was driving slowly behind us with his lights on all the way home. We had to walk Ooh. home and everything, and yeah, and they talked to my mom. Walk of shame. And, yeah. And cops, man. I'm like, so you just put the fuck on me, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my time in the village. It's fine. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, as a uh, as a juvenile, I got I spent three different stints of six months each in juvenile detention, and um, it was uh, it was in Maryland when it had where it happened, which is so they they you know there was it was a 
I don't know. It was a shit show where, where I stayed at, you know, because it was, um, you know, full of guys that wanted the, you know, they, they all these young, you're, you're in there with a bunch of kids basically, you know, who think they're right. all badasses and they think they're all a bunch of, you know, they think they're, they, they fancy themselves like a bunch of like, you know, major criminals. It's like, dude, we're all in trouble for doing retarded shit. You didn't do anything. Stop it. You know, so, <laughs> come on, you know, but, you know, yeah. always assholes that want to take it to the nth degree. And I don't know. I, Oh no! My last I, stint, I was out. <laughs> you're like none of this anymore. Thanks, bye. That's it. Yeah, that's it. No. Yeah, there were a few things I had done that that could have sent me to juvie, um, like stealing from Walmart. And I remember sitting in the back room after everything had happened, and my buddy John and I, when we when we first got pulled back there, I even said out loud, "I was just like, if we give all back the CDs, can we go?" Because I knew that they knew we took them. Like there was no lying at that point. Yeah, And uh, the guy was just like, nope. So we're sitting in the back room. Uh, he comes in. He says, so I can send you guys to juvie. I can call the cops and send and have them send you to juvie. Or you can give me a reason why I shouldn't do that. John goes, oh, because my parents will kill me. They'll be so mad at me. And he was like, I don't give a fuck. That is not a good enough reason. Uh, Jeff is over there just like snot coming out of his nose. Like just, just a mess. Just like, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> And I sit there and I go, because uh, I started doing really well in my school, and I and I don't want to ruin that, and I you know I want to make sure that I can you know gra- uh, get out of this year with high grades. And he was just like, "That was the best response that you could have given me." All right, I won't call the cops. I'll just call your parents. So I was like, "Actually, call the cops." Yeah, Actually, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when you're like, "Yeah, I'd rather deal with the police." Believe me, bring the armored cop. It's good. <laughs> oh. We tried, we, we tried, me and my friends uh, stole, well, I said we stole it, but we got caught. So it's kind of an attempted stole. We tried to jack a uh, Nintendo Entertainment System when they very first came out. Remember the ones that came out, we had to rob the robot with it and all that oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Came, with, came with the game Gyromite. And, um, Gyros- yeah. Was it Gyromite or Gyroscope? It was Gyromite. Uh, Gyromite, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it was a. Sh- I, I hated the damn game because I was because had to. You're supposed to use the robot to do the shit. It was so obnoxious, right? But uh, or, or you just have your friend cheat and hold the other controller and press the buttons for you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, you could make it a two-player game where the second player right. is bored out of the goddamn yeah, mind. Yeah, but you just gotta hope that the other player doesn't want to be a dick and squash you, right? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you can see where the where I fell into that category because yeah, um, yeah, I'm not gonna cooperate. Yeah, I was yeah, I was totally the asshole. Was like, oh, I'll do it for you, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Oops, uh, my finger let go of the button. Yeah, exactly. We had the heist all laid out, you know. So one person was gonna grab it and drop it off at this point, and the other one's gonna grab it and drop it all this point, you know. And you know, we couple of us made it out, you know. We made it out. We're all hauling ass to. And of course, I'd never seen so many fucking police people come running out of a mall in my life. I, I was like, I didn't know how much undercover security there was at this mall. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> insane, man. And, you know, because we, we all, they could catch all of us, you know. And I'm not advocating, a- I'm not advocating that any of our listeners steal, but oh, work, having worked at Walmart I, and, and knowing how the laws work today, um, there's an incredibly easy way to steal stuff. Incredibly oh. easy. So they are not legally what? not allowed to chase you outside yeah. the store. They can't touch you inside the store or outside the store. The only time that they can actually like fully apprehend you is between the, the first exit. door and the second door. At the exit in that little lobby. 
Well, I can tell you this. Back in the day, they, 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 they those rules didn't exist because these motherfuckers would jerk. Oh, no, yeah. They jerked us up by our shirt right. tail. Let me tell you. <laughs> he was like, uh-oh. You know. That was more of the reason to be saying it was back then. It was right. like you absolutely – it was a lot It was a lot harder to, to steal yeah, than it is now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then we – you know, and then of course, but what really, but was here was the saving grace. I only picked it up and removed it from the shelf and took it to the front door. I never actually left the store with it. Therefore, they couldn't get me for stealing it. They couldn't charge me with it. The ones that got charged were my other two friends who actually did take it out the out of the store, and then <laughs> <laughs> so I got to walk away scot free, you know, and and you know, and it's so, so I'm, I'm you know I'm I'm okay. I'm like all right, you know, I go home and they just this guy's like I'm gonna call your mother tonight. You better you better make sure you tell her before I get all over. Man, I was like I ain't tell my mom shit. I don't care. And but she never called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, naturally. <laughs> yeah, but. But the other the other two guys I was with, they got uh yeah, they ended up getting in trouble for it and they got in some serious heat. Cause that 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 thing was like that that system was like a couple hundred bucks back in the day. So right. it was it was you know, I think it was one ninety nine. Yeah, I think it was a couple hundred dollars. With, uh, <clears throat> you know, know, back in eighty five, that was What's yeah. the current rate of inflation? Let me look that up while you're discussing it. Yeah, that was that was. I'm sure it would. Yeah, I'm sure it was a lot of. It'd be a lot more money now. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well. That's what's crazy. Is like, uh, I I have this very vivid memory of when um, because I'm younger than you guys. I think. How old are you, Russ? I'm 45. 45. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus. I'm I'm with 47. I'll be sorry. I'll be 37 in a couple weeks. 37. Uh, yeah. In a row. You're- yeah, you're you're about the same age as my little brother. It's about my little brother uh, my age. Yeah, you yeah. guys are the same age as my sister, which is funny enough. It's you uh, guys. Russ is a couple of years older than me. <laughs> Josh, Josh, don't go throw me into that fucking thing. <laughs> well, you were born. Sorry, I was thinking 40, 45 was. Uh, you were born in two thousand. Uh, sorry, ninety seventy five. Jesus Christ. Right. That no, I was born in seventy four. My wife was born in seventy five. But uh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, I was seventy six. Right, yeah, eighty three. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you're uh, an child. Oh man, <laughs> you know what's funny about that? My brother, uh, when I was talking to wow. him on the phone, what uh, NES and you know the Nintendo Entertainment System in eighty five that retailed yeah. for one ninety nine. Right. Today would be the equivalent of four hundred and seventy-eight forty-one. <laughs> yeah. It was and people bitch because a fucking brand new console costs five hundred dollars sometimes. I'm like, yeah, it's it's a tough, that's, that's what it costs. It's comparable. Yeah, yeah, they're on they're on pace, they're on a good pace. I mean, I you know, I, I hey, I, I don't bitch about console pricing too much. I because I the way I look at it is it's once you get it, you know, you're gonna have it's it for a one. It's a one-time purchase that gives you endless hours of entertainment. Exactly. And quantifying quantifying entertainment is a very difficult thing to do. And, you know, every person's value on that dollar is different. That's true. To me, it's totally fucking worth it, you know, paying $500 for a console that lasts me six, seven years before a new one comes out. And the endless hours of entertainment I have using it. So yeah, I, uh, I have a very vivid memory of my mom 
running into Toys R Us in the rain to get me a brand new copy of Super Mario Brothers three. <laughs> Super fucking vivid memory uh, that. That was a that was a game right there, buddy. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh, one of my, it's in my it's in my top three games of all time. Like it's it was it was fun. It was fun. It's the first game I ever beat too. The actual first game I ever full on beat. You 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 never actually beat the the Super Mario Brothers regular Super Mario Brothers. I eventually. Well, did, I mean, he was not. two when it came out. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was oh, two when it came out. I didn't get it until yeah, I was five. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I guess you would have been too young yet. And yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, I. I mean. I'm sure you did it eventually, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 eventually, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, week, the only we, Mario we game that I've ever <laughs> <laughs> the only uh, Mario game that I have not actually full on beat is uh, what we know in the in, in the United States as uh, uh, the, the Lost, Lost Levels. Levels. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, so I I don't know if you know the history of that, but in Japan, it's actually called Mario Two, and our Mario Two in Japan is called Mario USA. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, because uh, when Mar- when they made Mario two, they they thought it'd be too difficult for American audiences, uh-huh. which they weren't technically wrong, but yeah. they didn't think it'd be successful. So they um, they took a game that was not successful in Japan called Doki Doki Panic and changed all the like sprites to to be more in line with Mario, and yep. then released that in in the in America as yeah. Mario two. Yeah. Well. So, I played the and Lost now, Levels. I can yeah. tell you, pain in the ass, dude. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember one of my memories about Mario Two, which is really funny. I was in first grade, and I was sitting in the, uh, I was sitting in the the, the classroom, because the way that I I got to play new games is my parents couldn't afford all the new games, obviously, so we rented right. a lot, yeah. and. Uh, which is funny because even now I can't afford all the new games, so I still rent through GameFly. Um, but the way the rentals worked when I was a kid was you could rent one game for two days. Yep. Um, so I had to get 100% on my spelling test or math test in order to even rent a game. If I got 100% on both, I got two games. So, of course, I worked my ass off to get at least one 100%. Um, and I remember That's this one awesome, weekend I, I rented that game. I couldn't get past the first level. Nothing I did worked. I just couldn't get past the first level. And I went to school the next morning and some kid was like, yeah, you pick up the eggs that the Birdo spits out. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean, until you get the hang of that shit, it's, it's a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> keep in mind, people, like, I was six, seven years old. So, like, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, but people don't realize how much more the, the difficulty level of video games was back then. True. Compared to now, because just about every new game you buy these days, there's some type of in the early stages of it, it's telling you exactly how to play it. You know, oh, to do this, hit this button or push on this direction yeah. of the stick or this and that. Right. If back then it's just like you're thrust into it. It's like, guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> there's two games that have very similar styles to them that are are we're, we're known in the communities as the worst of that franchise. And that's Mario 2 and Castlevania 2. Um I'm sorry, not Mario 2, Zelda 2 and Castlevania 2 because like Josh just said, there wasn't a whole lot of information they could give you. They had to make a game versus making something that was handholdy 
or just gave right. you the information outright. Plus, because games were $60 a pop minus inflation, um, they, uh, you know, they were just too expensive. So the, the, the developers always wanted people to feel like they got their money's worth. So in Zelda 2 and in Castlevania 2, you'll go into these towns a lot of the time and someone will just give you the most cryptic fucking information ever. Yep. Yep. And, and then you're just like, I guess I go here. But yeah, you look was, at both games now, and like a lot of the mechanics that both games use are utilized in a lot of fucking games now. Just because it was good, it was a good idea at the time. It's a good idea now. It just <laughs> unless someone was, goes press A to pull up this menu, you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Plus, we didn't have a lot of the uh, the the go tos that you have nowadays. Like nowadays, you can watch a walkthrough of a game and get the get an idea of what the hell to do. Okay, True. almost any game. Back you then, back then, you needed a Nintendo Power. Absolutely, you did. And if or, you got to hope your parents were nice enough to hook you up with that shit too. <laughs> or if you had rich parents who were willing to spend two dollars a minute on a fucking call, you could call the fucking the hotline. hotline. Right, I forgot about that. Yep. Um, <laughs> Oh, my mom would have kicked, my mom would have kicked my ass, dude. If I called, <laughs> oh my god, oh, I, I would have been beaten. And, I would have been beaten so bad. Oh man, no way. Yeah, back I, then, I mean, we didn't pay sixty dollars. Then we paid like thirty, which with inflation is you know basically what the price is now, sixty. But I think a Nintendo game retailed for thirty back then uh, for a brand I new checked, one. Last I checked, they like there. You can see a um. Uh, a uh, catalog from like 91 of uh, Super Nintendo and Genesis games, and they all uh-huh. retail at 60 bucks. Did they really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, you know, I, I remember my mom spending, uh, I don't know about 60, but I definitely remember 50. I remember 49.99 being a price for a couple of games that she bought, but most of the time my mom would buy my games you know, for, okay. the, for the um, like after they'd been out for a while, so they'd lower the price. I never, okay. I really got a game, you know, so. So some did retail for twenty nine ninety nine at launch, right. so at, at up to 50 for NES titles. Yeah. Super NES titles were 50 to 60. Uh, 64 were yeah. 50. PS2 were 50. So, yeah. Oh. And and, the, and the, the cost of video games ever since the Super NES launch and Genesis launch has pretty much been 50 to 60 bucks ever since. Yeah, so. it, it hasn't gone up much at all. I mean, well, but but then again, nowadays when you buy games, you get expansions to the games and things like that. You know, you'll get mm-hmm. DLCs. And then, but so you end up paying, and, it, and you'll pay a little bit for a DLC, but I'll tell you what, man, like, I, like, like Skyrim is a good example. The DLCs for Skyrim make that game so much better. It's unbelievable how much better that game the game is because with the DLCs come patches and things like that that just improve shit left and right. You know, so a lot of games when they're doing that, it's like you're you're probably spending more on the game, but in the long run, it's better. You know, it just makes for a better game. And plus, it expands my game as I'm down with. I'm yeah. a huge fan of the of the uh, mechanic of like, and I and I mentioned this to a thousand people like. What would you rather pay for? A large, you know, expansion that costs forty dollars one time, or have the option to pay for microtransactions that you really don't have to, um, and have everything released for free and expand giant expansions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I really like that 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 me- mechanic. 
the season pass DLC. Not necessarily season pass. Like, there's a lot of games out there that have microtransactions in them. Oh, where, yeah. uh They're totally optional. Like, they're all cosmetic bullshit that you don't have to buy. And then, oh, like, yeah. in three months, all of a sudden, the company's like, hey, here's a whole expansion to the game for free because we you basically paid for it already with microtransactions. And you're just going, I didn't buy any microtransactions. This is amazing. <laughs> like I remember, I remember the Call of Duty games would always, and they probably still do. I haven't bought a new Call of Duty game in quite some time, but they would always have they give you expansions that that you had to the game where they would give you new zombie maps and things like that and all that stuff you could yeah. play. And and those and I and I was my son was always like, Dad, can you buy it for me? You know, please, please. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it, man. Because I, I we love to play that stuff together, you know, and it was a good time, but. Um, that that kind of stuff was totally worth it for me to to buy it. And yeah, would it turn your Call of Duty game that you spent like sixty bucks on, probably brand new, in into probably ended up being about a hundred to hundred bucks when you were said and done? Sure, but it was so much. It adds so much to the game. How could you forget? But, it was just so cool. You know? But in 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 retrospect as well, yeah, you may have paid a hundred bucks for it over the course right. of time you know initial sure. purchase plus a couple of expansion purchases here mm-hmm. and there but look at the countless hours of entertainment you got out of it and oh, not just yeah. you but your son absolutely right there oh okay yeah. so a hundred bucks overall for a game yeah. gets not only say 250 hours for example of gaming yep. time not only just you, but the same for your son, and then many hours of that spent together. Is that worth a hundred bucks to you? Absolutely. I mean, and, and you're right. That's damn right, it is. Yeah. And like you said, it's about self. It's like how you value it, you know. And and I think that's. Remember, we've talked. We've talked about that before with toys, all kinds of stuff. You know, anything. Your your self value and what and what you like your own personal opinion on on something's value. Is, mm-hmm. is in, in how, how important it is to you. You know, that's a big part of it too. And I just, and video games, it comes out like I, I'm one of the people, and I mean, I might take some heat for this, but I'd rather play a new video game over a new movie, over watching a new movie. I'm um, absolutely I, 100% yeah, in that category. I get more entertainment from my, just, and, and you know, out of a video game than I could watching a two hour movie any day. Like I, I, I just do. It's, um, uh, games are so much fun for me, and I'm 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 also one of the people that when I I find a game I like, I will play the shit out of it, and I will keep playing it. I'll still play. I'll play it years later. I'll still play it. You know? yep. So same, same. <laughs> you know? Hell, um, I mean, we're recording right now. It's two p.m. on Wednesday, the eighth, mm-hmm. uh, midnight tomorrow night. Thirty-four hours from now, uh, Final Fantasy Ten remake releases. I've already bought it. I'm paid for it. I'm going to be con. I'm going to be consumed by the Final Fantasy VII remake for a while. Yeah, my so. daughter was talking about it the other day. Um, I asked her. I asked her. I said, "Did you? Did you? Do you, do you need money for it?" Or and she's like, "No, I got it." And I was like, "Look at you! Got some money. She had birthday money." I'm like, "Oh, so I paid for it anyway." Okay. So I'm good. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's 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 excited for it. So what's yeah. what's really interesting is I, I'm still working every day with uh doordash and whatnot uh just because you know still gotta make that money people gotta uh, eat and you still gotta pay them bills all All i've played the past since since 
since the 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 twentieth of March is is Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's the only game that I've played, even though I have Doom Eternal sitting over here. I have the uh, that Mega Man Zero collection that just came out. I have that as well. Oh, that's I awesome! I haven't touched a fucking other another game in weeks because all I do is like. I, I'm here, man. I'm so fucking tired every day. I get home from work, so I'm just like, I'm just gonna do that, and then I end up sitting on my like I play that for like an hour or two, and then I end up sitting on my bed just watching fucking dumb videos, relaxing I, this brain. I fired up the PS3 again. That's what I've been playing lately in my PlayStation 3, and I've been throwing in a bunch of older games from that, you know, and just having a good time, man. That's <clears throat> I was. I was playing. I actually, I was playing Skyrim on it the other day. Very bland, very basic. You know, Skyrim is as basic as it comes. And and I started a new game, and I forgot like without a lot of the extra shit that I would you know that I've gotten with with it. It's like, damn, this game is kind of crazy. You know, <laughs> it's a little weird in some ways, but <laughs> yeah, still, still fun though. I have a good time with it. Um, yeah, and I've and I've, I've played a, I played a you know a couple of the uh, dark. Dark Siders games. I've pulled pulled them back into the. Oh, into love the those games. Oh, they're great, dude. It's one of my favorites. You know, I'm hoping they make a fourth one. They um, are. They, they, they are. They, are they, they kind of did. Um. So there are. There's uh It's a. It's a top-down Diablo-style game that doesn't play anything like Diablo. Yeah. It's called. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the title of it. Anyway, you play you play as um, you play as the fourth horseman, and war can be played by a second player. Oh, cool! Okay, yeah. I but wasn't aware of this. I didn't know either. I didn't like it that much. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, check it out if you want, but I, I wasn't the world's biggest fan. Um, it, it doesn't it doesn't play like because my favorite thing about the Dark games is that they're very Zelda esque. Mm-hmm. Like dungeon based yeah. on that jazz. This is not. This is. There's a giant area. You traverse it. You you go from point A to point B, killing everything in your path, and then you kill the bad guy, and then you move on to the next level. It's mm. like it's okay. I mean, it's cheap. It's I think it's like thirty bucks new, forty bucks new or something like that. I don't think it's a full price game, but I'll have to look into that because I th- I was under the impression. That after Dark Siders three released, they were going to do a fourth one in the series to tie it all up. I think they might, and I think it might. Like what I'm hope, what I really fucking hope is that Dark Siders four is a uh, a four player game. Ooh, that would be badass. Yeah, that would be that would be fantastic, man. Um, it, it, it's it, it, that would be that's what uh, you know I've always wanted to see is just all of the horsemen together, you know, and just killing demons and shit left and right. You know, it's a good time. Angels, yeah. if they get away, they die too. You know, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, uh, oh man, I, I really liked the second one probably the most with, with uh, death. Oh, yeah, with death. Death is great, man. Yeah, yeah, death is awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think my favorite one is still the first one. I just, even though you could see that the, the, how much better they made. Two and even three, for sure. Three, three is crazy. Three is crazy improved because it's on a. First of all, it's on a much better console, but consoles and stuff. But it's like you know, it's but it's just um, 
the first one was just amazing and incredible. I liked, I just like the the way everybody looks. I thought the look of everything is. Yes, it started off the franchise and it got everyone in, into the idea yeah. of what Darksiders is meant to be. And right, it's, it's, it's fun. Like, I think I think the interesting reason I think why I find it so interesting that uh, the fourth Horseman was introduced in this like side Darksiders game. Yeah, is that like what like? Is it so that way you can introduce him in four without introducing him? Is that the well, reason behind this? He, fourth Horseman makes an appearance in the third one. Um, oh, he, oh, I didn't, I didn't beat yeah, the third. He one. does. He yeah, he makes an appearance. He as kind of like a um an illusion so to speak but then you find out later on he really he was he he's in the fourth horseman's actually in disguise and he's he's freaking there you know and he's like but he's he's on these high now he's on the dl because he knows all the bullshit that's going on and he's been just gathering information and stuff you know and working so i mean that's why i can't wait to see him incorporated into it because he's i think the four horsemen he's gonna be the one that has all the all he's the one that, that has all the info on the conspiracy you know who gotcha. actually started everything i think it's it, i think it's gonna be him that's gonna have all the all the shit and it's just gonna be I, i'm looking forward to it and i'm hoping yeah i just i just remembered i don't know why i've remembered now and not earlier but yeah the the um the game that just came out with him in it is uh, a prequel Ah, okay, the first okay, game. okay, okay, okay. That that's okay. That makes sense. It sounds like they, they're going to God of War route a little bit. We're going to make some prequels along with the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The God, yeah. God of War love to throw that shit into the action. You know. <laughs> oh man, but that's no, that's like I said, games like that are always they, they, like you can throw about think about the older the old stuff, you know. Um, and then you look at the stuff today, and it's. Not, not, and I'm not trying to badmouth the stuff today. The stuff today is amazing. It's just, I will admit, I think games were a lot more challenging 30 years ago than they are now. I just think they are. Um, games now have so much, so much. Now, granted, you could do so much, so much more in a game than you could back in then. You know, your character can do more, more movements. You can control more of what your characters do, that kind of stuff. But it's like. Um, you know, because it's they, but the simplicity of those older games also came with a price. Shit was a lot tougher. You know, <laughs> or, yeah. It was, and, it's, it's interesting you say that because one of my favorite things about gaming today is that there are so many uh, uh, companies out there trying to make games that are just that difficult. Like you've heard of the Dark Souls series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Absolutely. that's that they wanted to make games in lieu of that difficulty. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a game that's out on um, Xbox and a couple other consoles, but it's uh, called Volgar, Volgar the Viking. It plays like classic NES style difficulty games where the um, back in the day when you would try to make a jump, let's say in uh, Ghosts and Goblins, right? Yeah. Oh, if you there we go. If you started a if you started a jump, you couldn't mm -hmm. redirect your jump. Like you just kept nope. going in that direction regardless. Absolutely. Yep. Volgar is like that. Volgar is very much like that. And like when he goes yeah. to swing his weapon, there's a delay because it's meant to have a delay. You're supposed mm -hmm. to time your attacks. And it's one of the hardest fucking games I've ever played. Yeah. But it's brand spanking new. Well ish now. <laughs> 
Ghosts and Goblins. Good Lord. You want to talk about a thorn in my side for a long time? That came oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, I mean, fun game. Fun game. But, oh, my gosh. And you oh. didn't beat the game until you actually played through it a second time and then yeah. really beat the game. That's and right. And then you get the right. lamest fucking ending. Yeah, I know. It was, Yeah. It was like you know, from I you know, I, I will say like like the first the very first Castlevania game was kind of like that for me a little bit after 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 I beat it, I actually was well, I'll put it this way I was disappointed with Dracula the Dracula fight at the end so I was just kind of like oh. if you don't get his pattern down he's a son of a bitch for a while yeah yeah but no no once I get you that, get his pattern down he's cake yeah I felt like the Grim Reaper was harder than him <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're I felt like it was wrong. a tougher battle, you know, and I just, but a lot of games were like that. I felt like we're like the, 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 the big baddie was kind of like a little on Epic, but, but you know, but that's games back in those days were like that too. So I don't know. It's still, still incredibly fun. I don't, if I was now, if I was to play that original Castlevania today, I'd get my shit stomped. Hands down. <laughs> you know what's funny is there's speedrunners out there. The speedrunning community, people can beat that yeah. game in under 10 minutes. That's incredible to me. That's I've seen people do it. Oh. I've seen people do it in person in in thirteen. That's miraculous. I I know. I remember watching somebody do a speed run of Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and I was amazed at how quickly they beat that because it just boom, boom, boom. I mean, they're just eradicating it, you know. And I'm like, good god. <laughs> so because some games. Because of all the hoopla you got to go through in the game anyway, it's going to take some, you know, it's going to take some time. But when you talk about a game like Castlevania, that that's a game where it's like it, it, it's a, there's a certain speed in a game where it's only going to let you go so fast. But if you can get through it that quick, you must be you must know the secrets. You must have all everything memorized. You know the oh, there there's glitches and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible! I I'm gonna have to look for that. I'm gonna look for some speed. Speed. I I used to watch those videos on YouTube all the time of speed runs and for, and for games, and I haven't watched any in a long time. I God never thought rest, to look for would, one for Castlevania. You would love the oh. fucking annual awesome games done quickly. Then, oh, dude, dude, dude I, I, I I know. <laughs> I watched. Uh oh, Greg, you there? We'll carry oh, on. Great. All right. No, I, 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 I think that's cool as shit when I see people do that with games. I think it's wild. I just, I, I've heard some people bitch about it and go, well, it's, it, it's not, it's, it takes away the purity and it's not as fun. I'm like, ah, who cares? Most of these games we've already beaten and we've, we've played and we know, we know about everything. It's just fun to see the challenge of somebody race through the damn thing. You know, I love that. Yeah. You know, I used to do, speed, I would do speed runs of Mario Brothers. You know, why not? Yeah, <laughs> dude, I would, I would, I would do speed runs back before speed runs were a thing when I was a kid. Like, yeah, I didn't realize it, but you know, that's it was before they were a thing. Like, sure, I would try to beat the game as quickly as possible. Yeah, and well, once you've beaten it, that's the only challenge left is to do it as quick as you can, right? I mean, you know, yep, yeah. One of the was- one of my accomplishments as a kid that i was proud of and you know this and keep in mind this is like 1989 1990 i was so good at the legend of zelda i could fire it up 
start a brand new game and in two hours the credits would be rolling and i would have found every single thing in the game that's pretty now, miraculous now pretty that was before speed running was even a thing like i said right but i couldn't do that shit now yeah i mean it's that's yeah again that's what i said it's it's kind of one of those things where you're like god damn um you're, you're, you're to try some of those games now. I I, I remember I remember when I played Mega Man three. Um, this wasn't that long. It wasn't too long ago. I want to say a couple years ago I played it, and it was probably the first time I played it in over twenty years or so. And I and I played it, and I, Josh, I got killed immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I got eradicated. I was like, this is insane. I used to be so good at this game, and now I can't play this worth of shit. You know what the hell's wrong? Every year, I replay through Mega Man 1, 2, and 3, uh, and 4. Um, they are. I've, I've, I, well, I have, like, the Mega Man Legacy Collection, yeah. which I love, and they're a lot of fun. <clears throat> Man, those games were just so cool. Oh, my gosh. I, I yeah, I, I love the whole, uh, yeah, just the whole idea of, of Mega Man anyway, you know? I mean... You know, Mega Man. This you know got the got the roots with Astro Boy and shit like that. It's 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 just epic, man. There was a there was a lot. I I, I used to tell Anna. I would try to explain it to Anna um, years ago because she would my fascination with Mega Man, and she'd say, "Well, what what is it about this? It's just a stupid game." And I'd go, "Yeah, but you don't understand. It's like it it, it it's it's a game that that has a." derives from something really cool and then and then there's a good story with the game you know it was one of the better better story driven games for me that where there was a good you know the bat the the you got the two doctors and then one went bad you know <laughs> and it's yeah. the good you know the good crazy sci-fi story with it you know and you know and then when you get introduced to proto man you're like uh, oh my god you know he has a brother yeah <laughs> it's like wow. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so just fun stuff, you know, and and there was a time back in the day where stories, story-driven games, I think, were kind of a. Uh, it, you were lucky if you got a really well, a really good story-driven game. Some of them oh. were just, just mm -hmm. weak as hell, you know. Um, this is where it's nowadays. This is why I enjoy games so much more now because I love how story-driven video games tend to be now, um, and almost theatrical if you think about it. Some of them. Um, oh my I god! Say, I'm I'm telling you, yeah. man. One of the best mm -hmm. games I've ever played was recently Horizon Zero Dawn. That game is fucking yeah. phenomenal. I, I I think when I played The Last of Us, it 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 I was blown away by just the story and just the and the characters and everything. You just get you get you know, and then they can't, you know, it's like, God damn, dude, this game is this game should have been yeah, this game should have been a movie. <laughs> Thank God, I'm glad it was a game because I would enjoy it better. Yeah, you know? Exactly, you know. Um, and video game movies, good ones, are, yeah. well, let's be fair, there's very, very few <laughs> out there. Very few. <laughs> very few good video game movies. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it's surprising that the Sonic movie turned out to be from all the accounts that I've heard, as good as it is, I've not seen it, but I've heard nothing but yeah. good things about that movie. And it mm -hmm. did phenomenally well at the box office. It did. It did. Which is, I'm happy for that because I'm, I want them to keep 
trying to maim movies, you know, if they're because because I think that there there's there's a you know for a lot of us out there that like that really enjoy a, a video game, I'd love to see it done in a theatrical way, you know. Um, because maybe some people just don't have the ability to sit down and digest a video game in that way. They don't have the time to sink into it, right? But they can still have an enjoyable facet of it via a movie. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's cool. It's really cool. I, you know, uh, as long as we don't have to sit through like dribble like Double Dragon and crappy shit like that again, I'll be all right. <laughs> Oh, uh, did you was ever, a bad it, one. That was horrific, man. I was like, oh, this is trash, man. Oh. You know, I don't know. I I think I think sometimes they would just choose the wrong games to do the movie for. <laughs> or just do a bad job, period. You know. But I don't know. There was definitely we've definitely had our our our, our share of dreck, you know. Like I never, I don't know. The the Tomb Raider movies weren't horrible, but they, they weren't. They weren't, great they weren't good. <laughs> they weren't good. Yeah, they weren't. They, I'll put it this way: they weren't the worst, but they far were not the best. You know, so <laughs> um, probably closer to worst though than best, I'd say. But definitely, I don't know. There's some good stuff though. But yeah, but nowadays it's like we get since we were lucky to get games that are so good that even if they don't make a movie out of it, it's like you've watched the movie when you've played the game. You've gone through a movie. You got to interact, so and be part of it. So it's kind of fun, you know. Uh, my go-to game when I was a kid on the like the NES or whatever was uh, any Mario game. Like I said, like I remember my mom running in and getting Mario Three because that's all I fucking played was Mario games. Um, I remember very specifically when I beat Mario Three uh, and how big a deal it was, but I stopped breathing. Uh, I hold my breath when like I would get to Bowser or something like that. My mom's just like, "You need to stop. You need to go outside." <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, they were like, um, they uh, to me they were like the games that I, I they were like they were a guilty pleasure for me. That's what I will say. Like I, I when all all my friends were playing like a lot tougher games and I was still playing Mario. Like they were playing Mortal Kombat and and Street Fighter and stuff because it was that was the new stuff. And I'm still playing Mario games, right? And and I but I, I was afraid to tell them because I thought they'd make fun of me. So I- <laughs> uh, here's the thing, Russ. We make fun of you for different fucking reasons oh, than that's just playing the- Mario. That's the truth. I probably deserve it too, but <laughs> but uh, Mar- but it was like a real guilty pleasure though because I loved those games. You know, I don't know. Uh, if they're ever... fucking fun. They are. They are. Well, I, yeah. I mean, they, again, the only Mario game that I well, I, again, that that's that's not even true because I still like. So one of the games that I put at the bottom of my list for Mario is Mario sixty four. That's not to say that it's a bad game by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. It certainly just, hasn't aged well. No, it hasn't. It, it, but that's the thing is that there isn't really a bad Mario game, except for like the off-brand ones. Those are bad. When you say off-brand, what do you mean? Uh, Mario in Time or Mario's Time Travel or whatever or Mario Hotel, those kinds. Those, oh, those okay. I've never ones. played any of those. One that I've always wanted to play is uh, Super Mario RPG. Um, I really want to play that. So when that game came out, I have it. I have it, and I've never played it. Really? 
Uh, I've got the I've got the ROM of it too, so I could play it anytime I wanted. I just haven't made the effort to do so. Yeah. Um, when that game came out, I wasn't uh, I hadn't played. That was actually like maybe arguably the first RPG I ever played, and I didn't know mm-hmm. that it was going to be an RPG. So I hated it as a kid, and I really wanted. It to go back literally, literally has RPG in the fucking title. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> so, I understand that. What'd you do? Did you did you ride the short bus to fucking Toys R Us to Gosh, buy it? I was ten years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give me a goddamn break. Okay. Uh, okay. You should have. You should have. <laughs> You 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 should have said when I was ten when the game first came out. I said I didn't when the know game what first it, came out. Yeah, but you didn't imply your age, and I don't remember what year it came out. So, <laughs> for our viewers, let's try to for our listeners. Sorry, because we're not viewing. But uh, yeah, got to establish. I didn't know what year it came out. So if you were ten, it was ninety three. You oh, didn't know what an Mario RPG was. Titled. Yeah, like, yeah. I okay. Just, I mean, on that note, though. Like, I love the Paper Mario games. I love the Mario RPG series. <laughs> Fucking adore that series. Good lord. Um, and I know that, that the Seven Stars, or whatever the fuck it was called, is a is very similar to that, where, like, if an enemy goes to attack you, you can jump and dodge it, or you can do an extra jump if you hit the button at the right time when attacking right. an enemy, which is exactly what Paper Mario and the Mario RPG series have. So I know I'd be into it. I don't know, man. Mario Mario Kart started becoming my new fascination, man. Like, and it, and also for, like, I got, I, at a certain point, like as my son got older, like Mario Kart was the only goddamn game I could keep up with him on. It's like he kicked my ass and everything else, but like Mario Kart was one of the few I could still beat him on occasion. You know, I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I looked up I looked up the date of Mario uh, Mario RPG, and it was uh, yeah. ninety six. So that means that it was I was ninety six. I was 13. Okay. I was a dumb 13 year old. Well, well, I don't know. RPG our RPG stuff was was relatively new coming out. I mean, it was I won't say it was new, but it wasn't it wasn't known by everybody. You know, a lot of the stuff didn't know I mean, playing. Yeah, it, it, we it, didn't get a lot. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, we didn't really the first, Go ahead. I'm like, well, the, the the first RPG I ever played was in '89, and it was Dragon Warrior on the NES. Okay, okay right, and Dragon Warrior and then, is good, and that's a good example of one. But I mean, a lot but, of people were still playing different stuff, you know. Yeah, a lot of action platformers. Right. Uh, right. Final Fantasy came out in 1990 in the U.S. You know, it was '87 in Japan, but it dropped right. in August of 1990 here. Uh, I was a freshman in high school. Uh, I'd saved up like money that I'd been doing yard work and stuff, you know, various, uh, I saved up all my money just to buy that game, uh, because I had that issue of Nintendo power that was dedicated solely to final fantasy. It was just a strategy guide for the entire game. And I was looking at the maps and, you know, the different character classes and that's the shit that I just ate up and still do. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh man, I gotta go get this fucking game. And I did, like on the release day. And fucking loved it. So I started playing a lot of RPGs. They became my go-tos. Yeah. 
And it's funny you mentioned Dragon Warrior. That was a really good, that was a real good one. My my a really good friend of mine who loved that game, man. And I and I, and I liked it too, but not as much as he did. And he every time I went over to his house, that's all he wanted to play. So I so he would play, and I'd have to stand there and watch his ass play it. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking sucks. I'm gonna go home and play. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I remember <laughs> at the at that time in my life, I was um every other weekend I would go to my biological father's home. Uh, mm-hmm. and he was married to a lady, uh, who was from South Africa, actually, you know, she was, she was white, you know, but she had the South African accent. Oh, like, um, like the, I got you like the Brit accent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was, she was from Zimbabwe. Um, but she bought dragon warrior for me for my birthday, for my 13th birthday. Oh, that's killer dude. Well, she was also extremely religious. Um, and when I beat the game, she was watching me play the game and the final encounter with the Dragon Lord, when you first yep. get to him, he says, oh, so you've, you know, I'm the Dragon Lord, King mm-hmm. of King, Lord of Lords. She turned off my NES and ejected the thing. She's like, I'm taking this back. That's blasphemy. I'm like, they're not going to take it back. And they wouldn't take it back. So, you know, I eventually got the game cartridge back but it's pretty pissed i don't blame you need your jesus fucking up my gameplay come on now that's true isn't isn't that when he makes the he makes you the offer like to join him or or whatever does he make you an offer to join he him makes you, you the him? offer to join him yeah. yeah and if you do he kills you right that's yeah yeah, yeah and if you deny him he attempts to kill you right so right. have i have i ever told on the podcast josh a a story about a uh the, the teen center and the religious lady. No, you did not. But oh, okay, let's do so, it. So the reason that I want to tell the story is because it kind of correlates to what Josh was just talking about. Um, around this time is when Resident Evil was a huge franchise. I want to say it was okay. like Resident Evil Three did. had just come out. Okay, so, um, that was a killer game too, dude. Fun. So late nineties, say ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say ninety eight ish. Yeah. Um. God, I was it was 96, 90, 97, 98, somewhere in there. But yeah, because I, I know that I was I was in uh, junior high for sure. So there's a teen center just down the street from where I live now, which I've lived in this house for forever, feels like. Um, and uh, the lady that ran it, the family that ran it, was extremely religious. And my brother and I, like at, in seventh grade, I had decided like religion didn't make any sense to me. And I considered myself an atheist and all that jazz. Um, so any opportunity as a, you know, a shitty fucking teenager to fuck with somebody who was religious, I was going to take that opportunity. (laughs) When I learned that the woman who ran the teen center was hyper religious, my brother and I concocted a plan. Uh, Josh had, had gotten expelled from, uh, junior high because there was a, there was a boy who it's from seventh grade specifically because there was a boy that kept teasing him and bullying him. And Josh just fucking went rage mode and beat the shit out of him in front of the, the math hall. Um, because of this, the, uh, the lady who ran the teen center wanted to talk to both Josh and I about the situation. What we told her was that when Josh has these moments, um, he kind of loses a grip on reality and he blacks out. She was absolutely convinced that uh, he was possessed. 
<laughs> oh, you gotta be kidding me. Oh, I'm, I'm not joking shit. at all. It's, it's hilarious. She was absolutely convinced that Josh was possessed. So wow. to make this situation even more real, I kind of like went into full quote unquote Christian mode, pretended to be Christian, would tell friends that playing Resident Evil was blasphemous and, and it was, you know, a product of the devil and shit like that. Again, this is what this is where my ADD brain went like, hey, there's a correlation. Uh, so the rest of the story goes that for weeks on end, she would constantly talk to Josh, talk to I about what was going on in the house, and we'd keep the facade up. She went and paid $10,000 to get a priest from Africa to come and exercise Josh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God, Josh and I thought this shit was absolutely hilarious. Just the funniest oh, thing is. on the planet. It is <laughs> until until the day that the priest arrived, and the oh, shit he God. was doing to Josh scared the shit out of us because it wasn't just saying a bunch of incantations and throwing holy water or doing what we saw in the movie Exorcist. No, he was like grabbing Josh and whacking him on the head and and like boxing his ears and shit. Like borderline beating the shit out of Josh. Good God. Trying to get the demon out. And at first, Josh was very much just like, I'm going to play into it. And I'm sitting there just like mortified going, what in the fuck am I witnessing? It got to the point where Josh just eventually was just like, okay, this is enough. Like, the demon's gone. (laughs) Like, stop, please. Um we went home and we immediately told our dad. We were just like, hey, so we kind of fucking took a joke too long. And here's what happened. My dad was just like, God damn it. Let's get get in the fucking van. So we head over there and I had never heard my dad go off on somebody like that before. Like he was just like, you stay the fuck away from my sons. You stay the fuck away from my family. If you're anywhere near anybody, not only will I sue you, but after you've been sued, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have a fucking hitman come after you. Like it was a whole fucking thing. Uh, I mean, you know, they spent their own money to do that instead of even checking in with your parents first. So, fuck them. Oh, no, I agree. You know what? You know what there's like, 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 look, I don't, I don't have any issue with most. I'm Christian. I'm just not one of those Christians that believes in like, you know, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, Oh, you're going to go to hell if you don't believe what I believe kind of bullshit. You know, I, I don't like shoving my shit down people's throat. Okay. But I'm gonna tell you, there are a lot of Christians that I've met over the years. This is one of the reasons I stopped going to I stopped going actually going to church is because I started meeting some real zealots, like some real people that thought that that are they take it way too far, in my opinion. It's like, listen, you know, you gotta be cool, you gotta chill. And and they'll do shit like that. They'll some of them some of them that are really extreme will mm-hmm. will do things like that. And it's like, look, you gotta you gotta go ahead. There's first of all, there's laws that say you need to not do that shit. But yeah, a lot of them think they're above the law. They think they're doing they're doing God's work. And yeah, you're like it's, it's God's law, not man's law. So this yeah. takes precedence. Exactly. Those, when, those, when I was when I was I'm all for I, I, I'm all for everybody believing what they want to believe. Right. Believe what you want, practice what you want, as long as you're not harming others. I don't give a exactly. fuck. Exactly. Right, right. I, I, I feel the same way. When I was 20 years old, I, I would try to talk to my brother-in-law about politics, and he would immediately shut me down because I was too young, according to him. Pissed me off. I talked to my dad, and my dad said, there's was one rule, Greg. You never talk to family and friends about politics and religion. And I just went, why? What fucking good does that do? 
So None. I had to I had to come up with a rule or like a way to talk to family and friends about politics and religion without it being a problem. And I learned one big thing. Fucking respect the other person. Period. Yeah. And so I've had tons of friends who were religious of some kind. Uh, there was actually a funny moment with a friend that I used to work with at Walmart. He was giving me a ride home, and I had just watched this episode of Penn & Teller's Bullshit um, about, about – God, that uh, show uh, was so great. It was about, a good show. Uh, creationism. Yeah. Was that episode? And I'm telling him about. It. I'm like, Christians are so fucking weird. Blah 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 blah. Just going on and on and on. He would pull up in front of my house, and and Justin just goes, "Well, Greg, I'm a creationist." I was like, "Oh, you could have said something. I don't know. Twenty minutes ago, when I was sticking my fucking foot in my mouth." <laughs> I yeah, but you know, it's funny about that is like, if you want to believe, and the people want to believe believe in that, that's great. But don't hate on me because I believe in you know evolution. <laughs> Right. You know? and, yeah. and I've had people say, how can you be a Christian and not and believe in evolution? And I'm like, because I don't believe everything in the Bible is I don't take the Bible word like word to word as truth. I think the Bible has been rewritten by man many times. Things are I think stories are created all to teach lessons. That's what I think a lot of the Bible is. It's all lessons. That's so I don't take. Yeah, I don't take everything as oh, it's the gospel. It's the, everything happened, like the, all that stuff. I don't. I don't look at the Bible as a history book. That's what I'll say. I look at it as a as a more of a a, ta- a book of tale, cautionary tales, and that yeah. kind of stuff. So that's and and I know. But if you say that to certain Christians, they flip the fuck out. Ah, yeah. you know, they go nuts on you. They think you're you know. And I'm like, hey, whatever, dude. That's 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 my interpretation and. That's that doesn't mean I don't believe in God. I believe in God. Absolutely. I do. I, I pray all the time to God, you know, but that doesn't mean that, you know, that it's usually for you to keep from slapping the taste out of some customer's mouth. Hey, Russ, I don't, I don't don't believe in God. Can we still be friends? Absolutely. Because you know what? Because you know what? There was a long time where I didn't either. And I think I have, I halfway believe I I really adapted, uh, adapted Christian faith into my life as a way of coping with a lot of issues that I've had in my life and, and it's helped me. So in a way, I mean, I've heard people say, well, religion is just a crutch. And I used to say that too. And I'd say, yeah, you're right. I, I use it as a crutch. I do at times, but it doesn't, uh, but I don't, I don't judge anybody for what they believe. I just don't. Cause I think that's, that's the greatest thing about life, man, is, is everyone having a worldview that's, that's that, 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 that respects everybody's shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, if you're a fucking, if you're a Hindu, I believe in you. I, I respect you for being a Hindu. That's cool. Do your thing, man. You know, if you're a goddamn uh, Muslim, I believe I, that's cool, man. You know, and you know, and I, I'm, you know, just like, I'm not, a, I'm not a really, really good friend of mine who I, who, I mean, I've known him since he was a kid, man. And he's like a little brother to me and he, and he's a, he's a, a Muslim and, and, you know, and he's from Afghanistan and, and he's, he's a fantastic person, you know, and, and he, but I get aggravated sometimes by the way I think that, you know, he, he, some people like him and other people like him get treated. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. Just they get because of their appearance <laughs> yes. or their beliefs. I, I exactly. was so hard. I was so heartbroken when I, I worked at, uh, at a middle school, um, right. This like the next day after, um, it was like confirmed that Trump won. Yeah. Um, uh, there was an oh, unfortunate God. situation where, uh, this little girl, Sorry, these little girls that I would see every day come through the line who wore, um, oh my God, the the Muslim headdress that those were. 
Burka, thank you. Was it Burka? Mm-hmm. Well, the Burka is the full line cover. Do they, or is there, or do they just wear a head wrapping kind of? The, it was the, just a head wrap. They didn't put it okay. over the face. Okay. But I, God, it's driving me nuts now. It starts with an H, I think. Yeah, probably. I used to remember was... the name of it. Anyway, that's the point is, is that they they weren't wearing them this specific day. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of their friends said, why aren't you wearing your head wrap? To which the older girl said, because our mom is worried about our safety. Oh, boy. And yeah, I was just like, fucking Christ. Like, yeah, that's unfortunately that's yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's a shame. And, you know, my and my friend, my friend was in the FBI for a while, dude. He worked on a task force with the uh, at, at, between the FBI and the CIA. To, and what he did was he speaks a whole lot of the, the different dialects of, 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 of the Middle Eastern languages, you know, and he so he was translating like recordings and shit that they had taken from wiretaps and stuff, <laughs> trying to you know basically detect if there's any chatter between terrorists, you know, and shit like that. And and, I'm, and that's that's what he did for a living, you know. And then I'm and then that's for a while, and he got stressed out from it and said, "I got to I got to stop." <laughs> yeah, I don't blame. Yeah, that's Jesus. Yeah, it's an insane job. But he, but he he told me you know he's doing this stuff, and yet there were times when his family his family had uh, some some idiots threw a bunch of tomatoes and shit at at at, the, at, their, at his windows at, at his house, and they put up a sign in the front yard that said get out of our country and all this shit, you know? So he's had to deal with some pretty nasty shit. And I'm like, and I'm like, these motherfuckers don't even know you're a fucking FBI agent at the time, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's, no like, kidding. Yeah, it's weird, you know? And it's, it's, it's insane. You know, I, I mean, I, I've said a thousand <laughs> times, like, especially like right now specifically, like if I see anybody being weirdly racist towards an Asian person because of this virus, <laughs> Like, right, they're gonna catch these motherfucking hands. Is what's gonna happen. Well, it's frustrating because you're just like, I, I look. I understand, and I'm sure everyone understands more than more than anything the the want the want to rush to judge. I get that. I totally get. I totally get, and I know how scary it is to want to go. Oh, oh my god, this came from. You know, if they say the disease came from China, the Chinese are bad. You know, and you want to vilify a race of people for something that that's you know. That they didn't have nothing to do with. Like I get that humans need a villain. We need something to point out and say that's, that's the problem. But you got it. You hit the nail on the head. Everyone wants a villain. Everyone wants somebody to put it on, so we can be so we can have a per a physical people to be mad at. Right, but because whenever, uh, uh, right. the, a logical, reasonable human being will look at the facts and say, like, you know, sometimes there just isn't a fucking villain. Completely agree. Completely agree with you, and and and, and that's what it is. But most human beings, unfortunately, are right. just illogical fuckheads. You know, who yeah. can't, yeah. <laughs> who can't, um, you know, who just can't seem to get that in their head. And I and I think part of this because I, I believe I believe in expanding your worldview as a person, and I believe mm-hmm. in trying to have understanding. And a lot of people, their their own their worldview is just set in their life. It's like they're in a little box, so they they can't. It's almost like I'm almost saying that their intellect is is limited. It's as bad as it sounds. That's what it is, because your intellect, your intellect can't expand until you allow your brain to expand and open up your worldview. And 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 that's what it comes down to. Most people in this country, especially, they stay only locked into their own little their own little life, back and forth to work. Where they go, like to right. That's it. You know. Something I've noticed is uh, through my childhood. 
Um, because uh, believe it or not, there's quite a few racists here in California. Um, oh, I'm sure everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause everyone just views California as like the liberal state. And I'm like, man, it's like, if you go to a city, maybe, <laughs> but, um, because I've had to see it so much, I've learned very quickly that the biggest, the biggest aspect to not being racist or prejudiced in any way, shape or form is exposure. Yes. Once you become exposed to a certain group of people or you understand mm -hmm. who they are and what they are and that they're just people just like you, they just have a different viewpoint or something like that, you mm -hmm. gain more of a – I don't want to say empathy, but you definitely understand more. You're, you're more well-armed in the world. It, it's, it's a way of opening up your worldview. Like nothing will make you understand this, this person with dark skin dark with a darker color skin and more than getting to know them and learning about their culture and learning about them as a person. And then all of a sudden your intellect increases hugely because you've gotten an insight into a, into, into a certain, into certain people. And yeah. if it doesn't, and, and usually it'll change how you feel about them. If it doesn't, Absolutely. Then if it doesn't, then you're fucking, then they're, they probably means the racist parents that they were raised by have too strong a hold on them. So, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I, I, not going to lie, man. When I was 10 and, yeah. you know, living where I live, mm -hmm. I, you know, wasn't exposed to, hadn't been exposed to anyone of another race in years. Sure. And went to a summer camp and I was very apprehensive of, you know, uh, kids who are not white sure and then yeah. one of them was placed in my cabin and he and i became like almost best friends for uh -huh. years and years and years sadly i haven't got to talk to him in almost a decade well over a decade now but i miss him uh he's in the he's in the navy uh and you know i haven't got to see him in a long time i'm friends with his uh his first cousins, you know, I still speak to on occasion and everything, but man, we were tied in school. We used to run around and because I came from the racist area that I do and I would run around with, you know, my friends from a couple of towns over and I was the only white guy in the crew. Guess what term was hurled my way all the time. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I'm sure. You, you, hey, you there N word lover. And, Yes. I'm like, yes. I was like, they're, they're my yep. friends. There's no diff. So they just look different, you know, but they yeah. have feelings and, you right. know, they fucking bleed red just like we do, you know, settle the Absolutely. fuck down. And Absolutely. And, but see what happened with I you with that, that shit. You, your worldview grew exponentially just by get, just by meeting somebody and, and entry and, and getting to know them and talking to them and becoming friends with that person. You learn so much more, right? Just about another world that you didn't even know about. Boom. Instant expanse, instant intellect increase. Boom. It's almost like a, it's almost like you're playing a video game and you get instant bonus. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Like, like Zelda. You're holding <laughs> up a shield. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> It's, it's instant. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing, you know, how it, how it can happen. And it's simple stuff. It's simple ways of increasing your, 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 your worldview and just your, and, and just blowing, blowing your intellect up and learning more and, and not being, you know, and not being a, 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 a moron because <laughs> right. I, I, I have trouble with people who 
because I don't believe that people, well, there are certain people I know that, that, that probably are limited. Their intellect is limited to grow it. I understand that there are people with disabilities and stuff. I get that, but most people have the ability to increase their intellect and increase their worldview. All they have to do is be open and try and not be afraid and just, and just, and just, just look into stuff, talk to people. You can, you just uh, have to do it. I have an adamant uh, thing where um, I think everybody, when they are about 21 years old, needs to have a, a, a customer service job of some kind. Mm-hmm. That will help. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I agree 100%. Well, you meet so many different people. Yeah, yeah. And you'll, and you'll talk to so many different people. And, 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 and sometimes it'll be simple. Just bam, 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 what they need from you, what you want. But in other times, there'll be some conversation that happens. And you yep. can learn a lot from people from a quick five minute conversation. It's incredible what you can learn. Um, and, and like I said, that's just all that stuff. It's just, it's just knowledge. Boom. Food for the brain, eating it up, you know, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm big, I'm a big opponent of that. I, a, a proponent of that. I love it. I just think you gotta keep on increasing no matter what happens, man. You know, there was a time when I was, I remember saying to Anna, this was a long time ago. I told her, I, I'm, I told her, I said, I, I'm so smart already. I don't need to learn anything more. I'm, there's nothing in this life that I need to know more. And she just looked at me and she said, I can't be with you if you think that. Shit, I really can't. Shit, I can't be with someone who's content. You have to always want to get better, always want to improve. Oh, yeah. Yep. And she was right. Anybody who wants to not and doesn't want to improve, you're in a bad spot, dude. I, I, that's not the kind of people I want to be associated with. I need people that are always willing to keep growing, you know, because that's what exactly. you want. You know? so, yeah, uh, if I were if I were the same person now that I was when I was younger, I would mm-hmm. be ashamed of myself. You'd be a white. Uh, I mean, yeah. God, thank goodness. Thank, thank goodness I'm not, man. I will tell you, man, Josh, it's funny you say that. I look back, if I, I look back on myself 20 years ago and I think, wow, what, what a, like, I, I, I like, all I can say to myself is, is go, wow, what a dumbass. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I was my a dumbass then. God, you know, it's just, oh. You know, how, how stupid was I, you know? And, and, and it wasn't that I was necessarily a racist or anything like that. I was just stupid as far as not being open to, to even trying to understand cultures. I didn't hate on people. I just didn't want to learn anything about them. Yeah. And I was going to say, I, I, you know, I legitimately at a young age, you know, I, 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 in no way, shape or form had, have I ever been what you could consider racist. I just, right. because I just didn't care, but yeah. that's just oh, I it. That's just it. I didn't care. True. Like I had no desire to want to understand other people because all I did was want to play video games. I didn't care yeah. what skin color you had, but I should have like, yeah, it's, no, you're it's, right. It's, I should have wanted to care about it. Yeah. You should have. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because when it caring means you're, you're, you're more open to expanding yourself, you know? So exactly. Exactly. I, I, Absolutely. one of the things I had said, I didn't know that this was a like passive racism racist comment, but mm-hmm. a, but it is to an extent. Like it's not racism, it's not hateful, but it's definitely not smart. And that's a phrase of I consider myself to be colorblind, like racially colorblind. I don't see race. Like really? You don't? That's fucking yeah, dumb. Yeah, that's 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 I'm sorry, it is fucking dumb. You know, <laughs> I used I'm to say that. Colorblind. I remember my mom saying that shit. Let me tell you, my mom, my mom is this poster child for uh, 
for like over a racist white woman straight up man she and, and she now she's now she's getting better in her old age because she's finally starting to open her open herself up to understanding other cultures and other people but it took forever it took forever <laughs> i mean when i was young america i wouldn't I, I you know i dated i dated plenty of different girls of different races and but i couldn't bring them home because if i brought them oh, home yeah. there was going to yeah. be hell to pay Hell, there was hell to pay. It was bad enough if I brought if I brought a good whole in my mom's point of view, a good wholesome white girl. That's what she would say to me. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, ouch, you know. It could, it could be just good wholesome girl, <laughs> good wholesome white girl, yeah. You know? And it's like, but even if you bring that home, she's going to pick that apart too. So it was like I was in a no win situation, right? Right. Man, it was like it was scary as shit, dude. I finally, I just kind of one day I remember saying to my mom, I said, you know. I can't stand you. You're, 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 you, I, I, I love you, but I can't stand you the way you are. You, you got to fix that. And she yeah. gave me the old excuse. Have you ever have tell me, tell me if you heard your, I'm sure you her parents or grandparents say this. Well, that's the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. that's their, that's the criminal crim excuse, right? Of, of, my, of my mom has said that phrase to yes. me so much. It's just the way it was. And that's the way I was raised. I was like, well, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yes, and I have I have literally said those words to my mother, and she can't stand when I speak that way to her. But I've told her I was like, I don't give a fuck how you were raised. The world is not the same as it was then, and I will not let my daughter be taught the things that you were fucking taught. And and, and I I teach her compassion, respect, to treat people with dignity, to care for others. And that's another big part of the reason why I want to move is yeah. because my daughter won't be around my mother every day. I hear you. I hear you. And that's, it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it kind of sucks because you kind of almost, no, it you. doesn't suck. It's a fucking relief. You want to, you have to be, no, I mean, I mean, you have to be, when you have a parent like that, you have to be careful. Like, again, like my, my kids were very close to Anna's mother. Okay. Very tight with Anna's mm-hmm. mom. Um, but there were a lot of things I had to make sure that she was teaching them that, and I had to unteach it, unteach it. You know, I literally had to go back and tell my kids, nah, that's not the way to go. Don't pay attention to that. You know? Yeah. And, 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 and fortunately my kids are, are, are of the generation where they don't really pay much attention to the elders anyway. So they kind of, they, they learn, <laughs> they learn their own thing. Thank goodness. You know, you know, and, and, but it's, but it's like, you had to, you always had to worry about that kind of stuff, you know? And, and, oh, I, God, yeah. you know, yeah, and I never wanted them around my mom very much because I was petrified that my mom would drop drop the end mom or or something like that around them. And I just never wanted my kids to even know that or even think that that's an appropriate word to use ever. You know. So I'm and, I'm and I'm, I'm really happy that, to hear that you know like there are people out there trying to raise their kids correctly. But I can 100% assure you that you could raise your kids as much as you want, and at the end of yeah. the day. They, if there's an influence in their life that is not you, like that shit can change. Absolutely, absolutely. Like my little, my little brother for years was a homophobe. Uh, yeah, he's not anymore for obvious really? reasons. But that's wow. Uh, funny, funny story about this, Russ. Um, so back when Jackass was a big thing, right? Uh, we tried to do a bunch of dumb sketches, and we called the video abnormal. I'm actually pretty sure I still have a VHS somewhere. Uh, when we stopped trying to just put the stuff on the VHS and we had a computer to edit our videos, I came up with this idea to fuck with Jeff. 
And what it was is that our friend Hello. Brian and my brother Josh would be doing a sketch where they kiss. Um, they're basically playing video games, and one of them says, you know what I fucking hate? I hate I hate having a girlfriend. It's so fucking stupid. And the other one goes, yeah, like this and that. And they both drop controllers and lip lock. <laughs> we filmed this for approximately two hours because Josh and, uh, Josh and Brian could not get past giggling or they would just do a chicken peck. And I wanted a hardcore like makeout session just to make it more realistic if you will right right so the final video uh it just shows three friends reacting to it and then says what's all the fuss about and then it shows jeff's reaction his reaction is he watches the video freaks the fuck out calls my brother and and friend brian the f word like multiple times says i'm not going to be in the house with two gay people walks outside i I take the camera with me but just have it at my hip so he doesn't think i'm recording him and he just is going off. He's so pissed off. And then at the end, he, uh, like Brian and Josh, start to walk outside. To which then he starts to walk down the street away from us. And I filmed him walking down the street. And I edited uh, the song um, "Everybody Hurts" by REM. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> no, it's funny. It's genuinely really funny. And he even yeah. finds it funny today. Like I talked to him about it. He's like, "Yeah, oh, that was God. funny. You got you guys. You guys got me on that one." Um. And uh, I remember this, uh, there was a a midnight movie thing that we would go to every summer called the trash film orgy. I fucking miss going to it so bad. It was so much fun. Um, we would, it was basically like community fucking Mr. Science theater. Nice. (laughs) Shitty fucking movies. And we'd get drunk and fucking make fun of them in a giant theater. It was great. Um, (laughs) but, uh, when like over the years of doing it, my, my middle brother, Josh, he got to be really good friends with everybody and would actually work with them. I would occasionally work with them too. And occasionally Jeff would work with them as well. One of the group members was a guy who was like six, 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 seven, somewhere in there, 200, 250 pounds of just dude. Um, but super fucking gay. So gay. that His <laughs> literal nickname amongst the community was big gay Paul. not joking he had heard he had learned of jeff's homophobia and he decided one day uh because everyone would always go down to the basement of this theater and smoke and this (laughs) was he decided one day to bring his pipe that was shaped exactly like a dick oh Uh, that's funny he didn't force jeff to smoke off of it but he said this is the only thing to smoke out of so, and Jeff was just kind of like, he was very apprehensive. And then big gay Paul got up behind Jeff and goes, you have to do this. You just put your lips on the tip. Oh, it was oh, fucking hilarious. That's great, dude. I love that shit. I, I, I like screwing around with people that are homophobes. I like, that's fun to pick on them. I don't know. Oh, that's I, when you walk up behind them and squeeze your cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just the effort. They can make them really uncomfortable, you know, it's like, oh. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, Put your arm around them, give them a little smirk and a wink. <laughs> I used to, well, I used I, to fuck with them all the time and just like, like take a whole Twinkie and just slowly put it in my mouth, you know, from front <laughs> to back. Because I'm, well, what I'm I, really doing is squishing it on the back of my mouth. Like you can't really see that, but on the outside, yeah. it looks like I'm deep throat and a fucking Twinkie. Well, in my teens, I used to go to, a, I used to, me and my friends would go to a club called Tracks, and Tracks had like. They would. They were one of the clubs. They would do like different. Like Friday night would be like 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 the everybody night, and then Saturday night would be gay night, 
and then Sunday night would be ladies, ladies night, right? So like if you were a dude and you went to tracks on ladies night, you had to be there with a girl. If you couldn't go by yourself, you had to be there as a with a chick, like a girl to bring you. So, so we it was a really fun club, really cool place to hang out at, and and we would um the best the best nights to go were on gay night because gay night was wonderful because you'd have you'd have you know we saw it you know, bunch there it was the night of the gay man coming out and it was great and you could have you have straight and gay men hanging out and shit and and it was so fun because but but the, but the best times there were when you got a homophobic a- asshole who came with some friends and didn't know what he was getting into <laughs> And the some of the some of the reactions, you know, by some people were like, I mean, it was it was all fun. Sometimes it got a little crazy, and you get somebody trying to throw punches and stuff. That's when, and, you know, but they had really good bouncers who would get you out quick. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, but there's it was, a couple, there's a in Sacramento here. There's um a cor- there's like a uh, um intersection where each yeah. corner has a gay bar, but it's not just like, hey, go to this gay bar. Or go to this gay bar. It's the same situation. No, like one was like high end fucking, like everyone's <laughs> wearing two hundred dollar clothes situation. One's Shit. a fucking hole in the wall gay bar. The other one was yeah, a, um, like it was just it was fucking funny. And I would I we would we would bar hop all four. <laughs> I want <laughs> I, I want to see a hobo themed gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> you nice. can't come in unless you look like a hobo. hobo. I will say this: my favorite bar to go to was the one with all the bears, uh, for two reasons. They did not give a shit that they knew I was straight. They'd still buy me drinks and still. Yeah, I was me. gonna say they probably fucking loved you, dude. <laughs> That's cool, though. That's cool. I, I got free drinks in it. <laughs> yeah, if the if if the world could just loosen up and just and just not and just get rid of all the bigot get all, get rid of all your bigoted bigotry you know, bigoted trees. I can't I can't fucking talk tonight. I'm sorry. Just get rid of all your like discriminating dis, you know tendencies. I think I think you would have a lot more fun. I really do. I think world the yeah. world would be nice. It'd be fun. It'd be great because we'd all have a good time. We could all just enjoy each other's company and just be cool instead of being just uptight and feel like you have to hate somebody because somebody in you, because your mom and dad, or, or maybe your uncle, uncle Tommy or whatever told you, you know, you got to hate them people, you know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> the whites. You're like <laughs> some, some chick with a, some chick with a pipe in her mouth, smoking meth, you know, is telling you, yeah, you got to hate these people. Oh, with a man. fucking deeper and raspier voice than what any of us have put man. together. Absolutely. Yeah, my mom, better. my God. My mom has a cousin. Uh, uh, I don't remember her name for the life of me for some reason right now because I'm bad with names, as I'm sure listeners know. Um, but she has a very deep voice. She has a very raspy, deep voice like that. And uh, I remember being a shithead teenager, and she'd call me like, "Hi, is Kathy there?" And I literally went, "Satan." <laughs> Which my nice. mom smacked the shit out of me for that one. That's funny though. <laughs> And then laughed, yeah. Like she just tried to hold in her laughter, and I was like, "Sorry." Yeah, I just, I, I think we would be. Uh, by the way, that is it crazy that 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 is, is nuts that that chick Sue Bob actually had a kid. Like somebody actually, <laughs> it was laid that with fucking... that. Somebody <laughs> laid with that woman. Hey, you, 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 you saw yeah. You saw her pictures of her on her wall. 
when she was younger before the drugs took hold yeah she yeah, looked vastly different she, she looked vastly that, different she did maybe, maybe that's, that's when she got knocked up when she was still young and yeah hard. i don't know because her yeah. son's grown he was in jail and shit you know he's the yeah. one her son's the one that went and shot the motherfucker up the uh, guy <laughs> yeah and then yeah. thought he was gonna get a good deal and be able to go yeah home and got sentenced yeah. 50 years uh, it's like dude he's like my judge likes me i think i'll be able to go home said. It's like, as soon as you said that, you're thinking, like, dude, do you understand that you shot this motherfucker in the jaw? You shot his jaw. <laughs> it's attempted oh murder. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Then, then, was, then, he, then he had to stand off with the police and shit, you know? <laughs> yes. You're shooting at cops. Yes. Yeah, you can go home oh, to your family. Yeah. Uh-huh. That guy's insane. I was cracking my dad up because uh, when, that, when that guy at the bar was just like, Introducing the three women, he's like, they have the nicest titties ever. Yeah, I looked at my God. dad and I was like, I don't know if you know this, dad, but the word titty is spelled with eyes, and uh, there's an e at the end if you really want to, you know, add flavor. Yet this guy added like 18 e's to that one word, yeah. right in the middle of it. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> well, what, what's crazy though about like when her son was sentenced and she's like, he got sentenced to 50 years. Eligible for parole in 25. Yeah. He'll be 47 when he gets out. I'm like, you really think they're going to let him out yeah. after 25 fucking <laughs> yeah. years? Do you just think he's going to be eligible for parole? Well, that's the thing. Just because you're eligible for parole doesn't mean you're going to get parole. People misunderstand mm -hmm. that. That doesn't mean shit. It means that's when they're going to first even consider letting your ass out. And chances are, you ain't going out on the first go. <laughs> Especially that and, that little motherfucker. God and damn. That, and that family, it, they all violate their parole and end up going back and serving their full terms, as we ah. had, were shown. Yep. What was the chick? What's her name? Mount Mousy? Is that her name? Mousy? Was yeah. She, they went to yeah. Pick her up. And she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I ain't, I don't, I ain't on parole. Last time I got out, I violated my parole. I had to go back in. <laughs> yeah. After three weeks, she said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then her own mom's her own mom was like, "You'll be back in three weeks." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, "What are you talking about? I ain't going back." Well, you'll and be she's back. She's like, "I hey, go get my husband that cheating piece of shit." Goes oh. to his girlfriend's place where he was living uh -huh. and just kidnaps him. And insane dude. Gets him drunk, and she's like, "You ain't going home, you know, I need dick tonight." <laughs> I'm like, and then it, it just says, "You know, screen goes black." He spent the night with her, and then at the end of it, he never went back to his girlfriend, but occasionally still sleeps with her. I was like, oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's oh, like, man. All it these is. guys that are involved with those women, man, they're just like they're all they're banging chicks left and right. They're, they're the ones that got babies with like five different women and shit. You know? <laughs> and, and four of them are cousins to each other. Absolutely. Because uh, wasn't it the same? And then get I, mad as shit because like, yeah. hey, went and fucked my cousin Kirk. You know, I was like, what kind of chick right. has, a, uh, has a nickname of Kirk? Kirk. I up on her. Cut up all her wedding pictures, you know, before I left. You know. Yeah, Kirk's the one that had her had her baby taken from her, right? That's the one that uh yeah, she, one of those other she drug was the one that had the shit. baby and the snorting of pills and the fucking right. And so so Anna had gotten Anna had come home when I was watching that. So we're sitting there watching it, and she saw the scene where she's in the hospital and she just had the baby. 
And Anna saw her. She goes, what is she doing? Is she crushing something up? <laughs> I said, I don't know. I'm not sure. She goes, she hits. And he goes, she, she snorted something. Oh, my God. In the hospital. <laughs> Baby laying right across the room. Insane, dude. And then go into the bitch go wonder why they took her baby from her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then her mom, her mom, it don't make no sense. I had this all planned from the get go. And I'm uh, like, God damn, these people. They are. They're off the shade. I said, they, they, they were like the Tiger King people before the Tiger King people. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how Josh like, presented it to me. He was like, you think Tiger King was crazy? You should check this out. These people go fucking freak out and away from me. I'm like, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. And what's real is they're they're real people too, man. They're legitly real. They're they're insane and they're real. They're terrifying, <laughs> is what they are. They're yeah. buckle up, fuck stick. Buckle up, fuck stick. <laughs> like um, when I watch like when I watched Tiger King, I had a hard time initially believing that they were real. I actually had to look at all these people up on the internet to find out that they were real because I people kept telling me and I kept saying no, no, you're 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 not, they're not real. And then I found out they were, and I was like, I, I was so beside myself for a day or two, just kind of trying to let that sink in that these people are real. <laughs> you know? These are not actors; these are real people. And I'm like, what's what's fucking nuts is whenever shit. I talk about it, I say characters just instinctively. I, know. I don't say it's good because. Because that's because they come across like characters. That's what it is. They come across like they're a like they're 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 a made up character. Like you can't imagine anyone really being that way. Right. It's hard. It really is. It's tough. And, and I, I, I guess it's through it. It's not that hard. Yeah, but see, <laughs> see, and I, okay, but that's a good point. When you're when you do live with net near people or around people that are kind of just as fucked up, and they're really and you and you and you're you you probably had a lot less time. When you watch Tiger King, Josh, you probably looked at Tiger King and was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, that's nothing I haven't seen. You know? <laughs> or, or like, there's some of their... I'm sure no shit, right across the state line in Kentucky, yeah. there's a little town called Jenkins. It's like 20 minutes mm -hmm. away from here. Right. Main Street of Jenkins, there used to be a dude on the fucking tiger, had it chained up and had a doghouse for it. Oh, oh my Lord. God. That's yeah. fucking nuts, dude. I mean, yeah, but see, but that's, yeah, that's what I mean. It's the kind of shit that you're when you're more you're, you're when you're used to seeing insane shit like that. I think, but I'm I'm just not used to seeing people that over the top. Like Neither I'm, not, I'm not even close to same as me. Like yeah, I, I never seen that shit. And I was just like right. Oh. You know, and I grew up, and I grew up around. I grew up in, in 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 living in the ghetto and shit, where I've I've seen a lot of over the top shit. But all the stuff I saw was nothing compared to what I saw on. The Taiwan Tiger King and, and actually the whites, frankly, opened up a whole new world of, of, of to me of how fucked up people really are in this country. <laughs> but, right. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, but you watch both of those documentaries and it'll open your eyes to like just how janky shit is and how that there are real people out there that are like all the shit you see in the movies that's made up. Well, that's got to be inspired from somebody. That's what you see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy because like I've always been a city boy. Like I grew up in a right, and it was a town at first, and then it became a city because it grew so ex exponentially where I live. Mm -hmm. And the craziest shit I see is just you know like, for example, the neighborhood I lived in when we first moved here it was kind of like a big like known crack area. 
And there was a huge gang fight right behind my house. That's the worst I've ever seen it over here. And that was right. Right. When we moved in, I've lived here for a very fucking long time. Mm-hmm. Um, like my brother used to live in the, the ghetto of Sacramento and I've seen a couple things over there a little bit, but not, not to any extent that I've seen on both those documentaries. Right. Not even it's, kind of. And that's what you see. I, and I know I, I've seen people get shot. I've seen some, you know, pretty crazy shit in my, in my youth, but I, but that stuff still to me, didn't didn't have the characterization and the insane characterized people like like the insane over the top yeah. character of in that comes out of people like these shows that, that we've seen you know I'm like wow like you know it's bam guy shoots somebody and runs away you're like okay yeah he's, he was clearly he was clearly a, a dangerous fuck okay but you don't but but these guys they're not only will they shoot somebody or or shoot something and be dangerous but they're but you get the crazy charismatic side of it too. You're exactly. Like, what exactly. the hell? You know, <laughs> it's it's yeah. I mean, it's crazy, man. And then you know, and then I actually, I, I, I for the first time, I actually found myself get emotional out watching something stupid like that because I genuinely felt bad for Joe Exotic. So I was like, oh man, how am I feeling bad for this moron? But I did. <laughs> I felt a little bad for him. I mean, you I you, you went a step further than me because I I legitimately did not feel bad for him. I I, I like I to me. And again, this is this is a certain aspect that I know a lot of other people have taken, but to a, to the yeah. nth degree, I feel so fucking awful for those tigers. Like that. That's how Anna is. That's how Anna is watching that. She she hated that show, and the reason why she hated it is because of how all of how the tiger they, that she believes the, the animals are treated like shit throughout the whole. Well, thing they are. Thing. They, yeah, they you're are. right. You know? And and but here's the thing, and and it's an aspect that I always take when it comes to these types of documentaries. There's not a whole lot I can do. I'm just watching it at this moment. Right. And um, if I ever met any of those people in real life, I'd fucking give them the finger or something to that effect because that's all I can do. Right. Uh, uh, And it sucks. And I get why some people wouldn't want to watch it because of that. That's fine. But I'm not going to stop myself from watching some crazy, stupid fucking people just because... (laughs) Well, one thing you have to admit, it it hasn't... (laughs) When you're watching insane shit like that, it it does have a, an entertainment value. Even if you didn't like, it. like I really didn't care for it that much. I mean, I, I found, like I said, I I just I guess it was so over the top that I didn't like. I just found myself not enjoying not enjoying it. But I have to admit, I can see the entertainment value in it. Like I can see why people will get into it and why people will like it so much because it is it is so it is like it is like watching a goddamn you know, train wreck, a grease fire, whatever well, you yeah, want to call it, you know? It's it the exact same reason that Jerry Springer was popular for so many years. Absolutely. That's a perfect example, right? Of of of, of the, the trash that was on like that. Not just Jerry Man, Springer. I'll, I'll, there you know, was, yeah, there what's was, up? There, there was a couple from fucking a town over from where I live went on Jerry Springer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, That's insane. Uh, fun fact. Uh, side, small side story before we end the podcast because we do got to wrap it up here in a minute. Um, do you guys remember the episode of South Park uh, where the girl, where or, uh, not girl, but uh, um, Cartman was on Ricky Lake and he was saying, yes. "Fuck you, I'll do whatever I want." <laughs> yeah, that was actually based was, on that was that was yeah. based on a friend we had in this house. Really? So, yeah. if you look up the the, the inspiration for that. 
it is a girl who literally does that on stage on Ricky Lake or Jesse Jones uh-huh. or whatever the fuck it was. Um, and uh, she she literally says that she she's like, I'll do whatever I want, and it became mm-hmm. exceedingly popular. And I remember we watched that episode because we were like, eh, she broke our stereo, that bitch. Yeah. And uh, and then South Park made fun of her, and I was just like. I, I don't know how I feel about this at the moment. <laughs> yeah, he. I remember he wanted to go on. He he saw he saw that people acting like that, somebody acting like that, got all the attention and shit, and got some, and got you know got to get got to go on the show the, the talk show circuit and act that way and shit. So yeah, in typical Carmen fashion, there's always a scam involved to get him something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. So, but so, yeah, that that was actually just what. I mean, there's so many good episodes of that damn program, and frankly, I'm surprised it's still around. But it's like, uh, my my son tells me they they've been trying to get themselves canceled for years, but people just every the more they try to push the envelope, the more people like it. So yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much it. Like I know that Trey and Matt have like their their entire goal after like the movie came out was to see how long they could honestly go. Yeah, uh, just because. Like what's what's gonna be the final button in uh, in Comedy Central's repertoire? Right. Like what what's gonna be that thing? And it just right. never fucking happened. So they just kept nah, it going. They just keep on going. New season after new season. You know, I mean, goddamn. Yeah, I that's, love that every every season they they come out with a new episode that just pisses a shit ton of people off. And oh, a bunch yeah. of people go like, "Why is the show still on the air?" And I'm like, "Cause you keep talking about it." Or, or and you're watching it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, wow, I can't believe this show is still on. So, but yeah, but you're, but you watch every episode, don't you? You, probably you go do. on Twitter, yeah. you go yep. on social media, you bitch about yep. it. And then a bunch of people go, I got to see what the fuck this was about. Right. It gets more ratings. It stays on the air. Shut Absolutely. the fuck up about it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's don't the way it works. Don't actually tell don't. Them that. Sh- yeah, don't. Yeah. Oh, believe me, you can tell them all you want. They're too, they're too stupid to get it. They can't stop. <laughs> yeah, they're the 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 Karens of the world can't help themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. oh well, you guys, thank you very much for letting me chill with y'all. this is a good time, man. I had a good time. Uh, this like, is awesome, like I said, man, I've been wanting to have you on here, but you uh, know, you're. Your schedule's well, never allowed for it until today. Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess as the coronavirus decided to, <laughs> you know, global pandemic to get put, you on yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 right, right. <laughs> Russ, you're taking you're taking off for a while, Russ. So I guess I'm not, and I don't, I don't even feel sick. So go figure. I mean, <laughs> I guess it's some time off. Um, um, so this is actually episode ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, uh, we're. So we've been talking about what we want to do exactly for episode 100, and it's going to be a little bit longer of an episode. Um, so if you're listening to this and you get to this part of the podcast, which congratulations, because it's a, it's a long one, which that's not a problem. <laughs> it is, it is, it is what it is. Uh, but we, what we really want is people to send in um, either audio clips or video clips or something to that effect of, because I mean, it's all going to be audio regardless, but of, uh, you know, you, you just talking about the podcast or say what you like about it or something like that, or just what the fuck ever. We'll put you on the hundredth episode. Hell we would, I, I don't know about Josh, but you know, like I want to go to the extent of like having people on as guests in a brief segment. Yeah. Like, I, like something to that effect. I don't know. We haven't really no, talked I'm, about it too much. But. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. We, we haven't really discussed it, but if you're willing to come on and, you know, provide a testimonial, you know, say what you like about the show. Guest spot. Or just talk about what the fuck ever. 
Yeah, you, you can come on and trash us and tell us we're morons. I don't care. the the point the point of the point of having you guys on is we want we want to make the hundredth episode about you because we wouldn't be doing this for one hundred episodes if you guys weren't listening. Yep. We know that our our listener base isn't like gigantic, but it's big enough that we don't want to stop doing this at all. So, and it's well, also big enough that you know a hundred episodes in, you know, I mean, shit. That's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. And also, fuck it, man. I mean, if you're having fun, have fun. That's it, you know? True. We've absolutely been doing yeah. that for a while. Yeah. Well, I can take it out as somebody who is who finally, after a long time of, of being told, you need to listen to this show. You need to listen to the show. Fine. And also, I've actually started backlogging episodes of your shows now. So <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I'm catching up a little bit here. And I and I've, I, I've, I've recently started. I can tell you that you guys crack me up immensely. Um, <laughs> here's, sh- here's the thing, it's man. It's funny, you, dude. You've known me for just over, just around two years now. Yep, yep, yep. When you first fucking met me in person in October, a year this and a true. half ago, yep. you immediately knew how fucking funny I am. Yeah, you're, it was. That, it was. It was you held out and didn't listen to a fucking episode of ours well, until about three fucking weeks ago. You son of a bitch! I, 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 <laughs> look, you got to understand. I have a lot of podcasts <laughs> I've listened to. My wife does a podcast. My friend Jason does. does a podcast. He does. I've got fucking ETR. Our friend, by and, yes, our friend. Excuse me. I've got. I've got like. I've got. Uh, I've got. Breaking the mold. I, I try to I try to catch figure banging when I can. I don't. I or sometimes I'll try to go back and listen to it. I like I'll be like a two weeks behind. I'll figure or two episodes behind. I'll figure banging. But um, I, I try. It's like I got so many podcasts that I'm trying to edit through. But I've actually because I enjoy y'all show so much, I moved you guys to the top tier for me. <laughs> <laughs> and no, so you moved that, up that. in my top tier of listening. So I, I, you know, that's, that's, I, I that's listen. awesome, dude. I, I yeah. love hearing that. Yeah, I, you're know, my, I appreciate you're, that. Yeah, you're my commute to work is what you guys are typically. It's what I listen to on the way to work. So it's good, <laughs> man. It's good stuff. It's great. And I, yeah, and I said I, I, I mean, I did, I did have issue when when Greg, you know compared or I don't know if you see I don't think you did it. I think you said you read it somewhere when you said you know that Tiger King was like a poor white trash game of thrones. I was a little hot about that because I was like no oh, that, was, that was that was a meme. meme. That was that a was, meme. Well okay and I, yeah. I I didn't think you I didn't think you said it. I thought you said that you saw it somewhere and I and I yeah. was like I was like what the fuck poor white trash game game of thrones oh you know I'm such a dork with game of thrones I got real defensive I'm like <gasps> but it was it's, funny. it's <laughs> the, the 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 meme itself is really funny just because yeah. you look at the comparison they make with the certain mm-hmm. characters like that Cersei Cersei and uh and Carol Baskins are the same character essentially. Oh uh, yeah, is I guess really I can funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean Cersei the Cersei being the truly the evil bitch, but always trying to play like she's not. Yeah, right. I can see that. Yeah, that's that guy matches. That's a good uh, point. Actually, maybe that is a good comparison. <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember who they, they, they paired up with Joe Exotic, but I just saw it. I just saw it. I was just like, I got to fucking share this with Josh. It's so goddamn funny. I <laughs> thought I shared it with you. Dude. I saw it before you shared it with me, but you did share it with me eventually. Oh, okay. That is hilarious. Though. That's funny. It cracked me up. I, I still laugh. Like I said, it, 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 you guys are awesome, dude. You're, you're, you, you, you get me. You get me through my drives. 
Because I'm not going to have any of those for a while, so now I'm just going to have to listen to you guys during the day. Well, <laughs> at I least mean, I don't know. You know, that's also okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny, you know, man, because, you know, I don't know when I'm going back to work, so I don't know. I don't know when yeah. I'm allowed to go back to work. So it's kind of one of those things I'm kind of in, in the wait and see mode. My boss calls me or it t- hits me up. He's going to be hitting me up every day. Just let me know if he hears anything, you know. If I get yeah, to like, go my- back. One of my big things about doing this podcast was I had noticed that even though Josh and I were having a lot of fun doing the regular reviews, I kind of felt like it was getting a little stale. And yeah. I'm so happy that we decided to do Uninhibited because it is – it's arguably becoming more fun than the regular podcast. Well, the Uninhibited are good, but don't – but don't – no, don't say yourself short, brother. Let me tell you, I like, your, I like hearing your opinions on – on on shows, especially that 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 animal show that y'all were talking about the other week. Oh, B stars, B stars, stars, dude. Yeah. So I so I saw it on net. I saw it on Netflix, <laughs> and I was like, and I was actually getting ready to check it out, and I was like, but I still, yeah, you know, if you just if you if you're going Netflix and you just leave, leave it, I'll put it on there, it'll show you like a preview, kind of like a little trailer for it. Yeah, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh my god, dude. That wolf looks like he wants to bang that rabbit. <laughs> He's gonna either bang it or eat it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that, and and uh, literally, that was eight episodes of what that fucking show was. Do I want a banger or eater? <laughs> yep. Yep. And then, do, do I want an eater, banger, then eater? Um, <laughs> hey, he's he's. Hey, man. Some people make a, an adult flick out of shit like that. So. <laughs> It's it's that that's why I think I gave it a C instead of an instead of a lower grade was because I yeah. saw the artistic creativity that it was going for. Yeah. I just hate the fucking high school aspect. Like I got you. Imagine got if you. they were adults and it was a more like maybe a, a fucking noir or something. It would have been so much goddamn better, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it was cool though. It was cool. I enjoy I just enjoyed that episode. Uh, if you it was get fun. the chance, if you get the chance or if you don't mind skipping episodes, you have to listen to a review of uh, Devil Man Crybaby. You will have a oh my really God, hard that's an with early, that. early one. I, I, I'm going backwards. Like I'm moving my, I'm moving. I'm actually listening to y'all show out of y'all should get shows out of order. I'm like going backwards. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I, I mean, see. however you yeah. want to do it, there's no yeah. rules. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, but I just, we don't have a like we do number the episodes, but not that that yeah. fucking matters. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, I'm just being stupid. Go, go backwards. Okay, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> we uh oh, just a little little tiny spoiler. We absolutely fucking hated Devil May Cry Baby, so that's why it's funny. Ah, yeah, and actually, 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 the first. 16 or 17 episodes are on YouTube. And that's what I highly recommend that you watch on YouTube instead of yeah. listen to on audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep swearing that one day I will go back and update the YouTube, but I don't know if I will, but it's a goal of mine. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'll get it. So maybe I might get around to it. Eh, maybe. maybe, not. maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys. So uh, hit us up if you want to um, send us any audio, or if you want to be a part of the hundredth episode. We really would love to hear from you. Um, mm-hmm. And we say it every week that we want to hear from you anyway, not just because it's the hundredth episode, but because we uh, we love the feedback. We love hearing from you guys. We we want to know if there's anything we can improve on that uh, you listen to it and you go like, hey, maybe not. You know, take a little bit less time with this, or shut the fuck up about this. Like, let us know. Tell us what you think. 
Um, uh, yeah, other than that, it doesn't we mean we'll do it. Right. Well, of <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. What do you, what do you get? Takara? You actually going to turn on? You know? <laughs> come on. He yeah. says, as I'm converting a wheel jack to fucking vehicle mode. Christ. Uh, I just got to lock in the side panels and I'm done. Poor guy. Just getting it lined up. (laughs) Um, Well, why don't we go ahead and do our, uh, our daily, our, our, our daily, Jesus Christ, our regular wrap up. And then uh, we'll, uh, we'll call it quits and go do something else in our lives. Well, I got an episode of figure banging in less than an hour. So there's that. Um, But yeah, guys, follow us on social media. Uh, all the links will be in the show description below of where you can find us. You can join our discord server, which is a wonderful application that Greg and I are almost always available through. You can contact us and chat with us there, join the server and talk to other people in it. Uh, you can also, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can buy yourself a cool t-shirt at the Redbubble link. Uh, you know, and then there's the official Facebook page and the, uh, discussions group. So yeah, follow all of those things, do all those damn things. Now, as for me personally, if you want to follow me, you can do so. I'm under my regular name on Facebook and my Twitter and Instagram profiles profiles are linked publicly to my Facebook page. So it's really easy to follow me on those. And as for other shows that I appear on, Aside from this one, every Friday, uh, up here on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, which is um, figure banging every other Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and also every Friday night with Russ here on MPSP Theater. Uh, We've had three of my four castmates on the show now, with Russ being the third. We've had Nick and Sam, and hopefully soon we can have Rob on the show. That would be great. But every Friday night, we have a great time, and that's, you know, it's a live show. It's a live chat. We cut up. We talk about nerdy things and pop culture and entertainment, comics, movies, TV shows, etc., and bust the hell out of each other's balls throughout the entire ordeal, and sometimes have a good discussion in there, but we always have fun. Uh, so yeah if you haven't heard it before and it sounds like something you might be into check it out please but that's me uh you know i'll throw it to russ and then russ can throw it to you greg russ where can they find you man uh man i'm on uh the the youtube man they'll let me um at least you can always catch me on youtube on um every friday night like josh said on uh in psp theater um and uh, I'm um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the normal social media hubs. Uh, and um, shit, honestly, I'm. And I guess I'm. I don't know. I'm probably gonna try to jump on. See if I can jump on some other podcasts. I guess if I gotta be at home, I might as well do something fun. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but man. yeah, I mean, I seem to. Russ, do, do you do you have uh, an Xbox One? I do not. I, I'm 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 actually a um, an Xbox hater um, by trade, oh. and um, but I I do <laughs> I'm I am a, I am a PlayStation um yeah ass kisser, and um I so yeah I'm definitely on that. But I will tell you that um 
you know, I, I have played an Xbox and a couple times, and then there's you know, there's a couple good games that I've enjoyed on it. Um, you know, there's a so <laughs> it's it's this is half rumor, half truth. This is why I was mentioning mm-hmm. it was because with uh, Game Pass, um, they're supposed to be adding like nine fucking Final Fantasy games to Game Pass here soon. Oh, God. And, Are you serious? And, and wow. no joke, no joke. Uh, uh, the Game Pass Twitter account tweeted out today a line of nine dots, no, ten dots, and it said um, day one of quarantine with backlog. And then it said day ten of quarantine with backlog, and there was one dot, and then it said day 11, and it showed ten dots. So, oh. yeah. So I'm assuming on the 11th we might get a bunch of Final Fantasy games on Game Pass. That's why I was mentioning that. That's but I'm assuming. Cool, I don't know for sure. That would, be, that would be pretty outstanding because, you yeah. know, Xbox players aren't going to get Final Fantasy um, 7 Remake for a year. So right. the next best thing is to give them, you know, maybe the first 10 games on I'll, Game Pass. I'll tell you yeah. right now, I've never played 9. And if that, if that oh. comes to Xbox, I'm playing 9. So. Out of all the PlayStation One era titles, seven, eight, and nine, nine is my favorite. Followed by eight, followed by seven. I've heard so many people say, like, I think I didn't play nine because I played, you know, seven and eight, and they were super like adult themed ish, and their their mm-hmm. their visual style was more. I don't know. It was geared towards my teenage brain. So when yeah, nine came yeah. out, and it was more cartoonish. I was like, ah, fuck that. I did the same nine thing. Nine was nine was very chibi, but it had a great story. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Um. Uh. Is that everywhere, Russ? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, what you got? No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I just wanted to make sure I didn't interrupt your. <laughs> no, no, your I'm good, bro. Link dump. Um. Yeah. You can follow me everywhere on social media under Chub Rocky. I uh, follow me on Twitch under Chub Rocky as well. That's where we do the uh, uh, Jackbox streams, which we did one this last Saturday, and it was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. We might try to do one again this Saturday. Uh, we'll see. Um. I've been learning very quickly that doing it early in the day is not the best idea, regardless. Like, we have to do it at night, because people just don't show up until, like, after fucking 7 Eastern time. Um, Mm. I've told you that, but, you know. I'm stubborn, I know. No, Uh, that's okay. (laughs) But, yeah, so uh, uh, go follow that because that's where we do our streams. Um, come hang and It's fun. You don't have to pay a dime. You literally, it's a free stream. I don't even have a fucking sub button. You just come and hang out with us and play on your phone. It's a good time. I had my brother there this last week too, which was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff actually played. He had some fucking solid zingers in quiplash too. He did. Nice. And then he had some very confusing head scratchers on his answers <laughs> and cribbage. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, one's a truth and one's a lie. And all it said was working on cars, playing video games. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I th- a lot of people have issues with the uh, fibbage enough about you ending God, because I love that game. Yeah, it's really good because it's it's like put a, put a truth and a lie. And for at first, a lot of people were like, I like oranges, and then their lie was like, I've been to Mars. And it's like, well. <laughs> I know what the truth is. Yeah, and you have to make them believable, you know. If you want so, points, yeah, if you want points, you want people to vote the truth or the vote on the lie as yeah. the truth. So So I will I will say shit like for instance, I use this. I was like I probably have twice as many socks as you do, 
And uh, the lie was all of my shoes are half off, you know, because a lot of people seem to think, well, you only got to buy one shoe now. No, I still need both shoes because the prosthetics got to have one too. It's true. Yep. Um, I I love that. It don't need a sock. (laughs) (laughs) I love doing the really shitty uh, truth lies where I'm like, I like Pepsi. I like Coke. I like both. Well, mm. it's besides the yeah. point. The point is, I'm I'm fucking with everybody by doing that, and not playing yeah, the game yeah. it needs to be played. I remember uh, when I put in the fucking thing that is like Oreos are trash, and everybody yeah, thought that was the fucking lie. I, was like, I don't know fucking anybody who thinks Oreos are trash and thinks I drive, I drive just Josh, better. just just Josh in his freaky little warped little fucking mind. Oreos <laughs> are trash. What the hell? My, my opinions aren't for everyone. Uh, apparently not. But what was that I said about being open to opinions? Except that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it comes to food, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, uh, a, uh... <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Uh... No, I mean, I'll go have a little. How's your father? I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, on that note, everybody, uh, we're going to call the podcast there. Uh, next week, like I said, 100th episode, we don't have a review coming up. Uh, we'll have some shows lined up next week for you guys to watch in the two weeks coming up. Uh, but as of right now, nothing, nothing. You have to you can watch whatever you want. Go watch go watch Tiger King and the wonderful whites of uh, West Virginia. I promise you they are distractions to everything going on in the world, and they will make you appreciative of what you have. Yeah, if you want to scratch your head and laugh, you'll do it. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they really will. I mean, as as I don't like saying it, but I mean, they will make you look at what you have and appreciate everything you have and feel just perplexed at how some people can never escape that situation. Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, guys, that's that's gonna be it for us. Uh, again, thank you, Russ, for joining us. It was a lot of fun. You are. Yeah, thanks, guys. I you're appreciate it. Yeah, me. man. I'm 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 gonna kiss your ass for a second. You're actually an amazing podcaster because you keep a conversation fucking going. I try, dude. Yeah. Fuck I try. It. I try. I try to. You know, you know it's oh. funny. You, you you guys compliment for me that my wife tells me I wish you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, but she's had to live with you for twenty five plus years. Now. That that's that's true. That's very true. So she's kind of like that. Fun know. fact: oh. I I get the same thing from my family. Just like yeah, yeah. you talk too much, and yeah. it's like, well, you know what? I think podcasting's a good call. Then mm-hmm. it's the one place where I she she like she loves me going to go go do your go do a show and get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we're we, we're like going to be 82 episodes in the mpsp uh tonight as of this you know release date not recording date and you know we we were like very first episode we all hit it off just chemistry there and we've been really fortunate uh and you know what few little spats we've had behind the scenes we've always worked it out that fucking day it's like one thing we're adamant about let's never go to bed angry at each other and yeah, work well, shit out. Yeah, that's something I've been trying to talk with some over with some friends of ours, and you know who I'm talking about. And I've been trying to yes, help I them do. out and trying to tell them they need to get they need to get shit tight, you know. And I told I told them I said y'all gotta just talk shit out. 
That's what you yep. got to do. That's what we do, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, and there's lots of easier said than done, but you got to do it, you know. Yeah. If you're going to make it work, you got to do it. So, yeah. And we have, we have Indeed. so much fun on a weekly basis. Yeah. I have so much fun with Greg on a weekly basis. Yeah. Uh, just like when he approached me to start this, I was like, you serious? And well, we were doing, we were doing, uh, cause this is when I was streaming for half empty still. And I was doing the, uh, every Saturday night Jackbox streams. Cause I just didn't feel like actually playing any other fucking video game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, one of the things I noticed was that you were watching a lot of content on, on like Netflix or whatever else. And I was like, so am I. And I've been wanting to do a Netflix review podcast for years prior to that. Um, and, uh, I just said, fuck it. And proposed the podcast to josh and josh was like let's do it and he said yes well i gotta tell you guys <laughs> I, <laughs> damn it i like <laughs> it i like it because it's diff it's it's a bit different it's nice to hear just to hear your opinions and the way you guys the way you guys break it down like you know even like like you like like the with the b stars you know it's like say look you know there's there's things you can try to find that you might like about it but overall you had issues with it and i and i i, I like the way you talked about it i kind of and you guys yeah, do we, that all, everything i think it's cool so we, we we don't try to get technical you know we're no, like no, right oh right. you know well, i really enjoyed you know yeah. sometimes we will bring up technical things but we're mm-hmm. not snobbish about it we don't no. use industry jargon. We break it down for the everyman and yeah. speak a, speak on it from just us. You know, we're not yeah. paid by anybody to do this. We're not fucking professionals in the disclaimer we never will at the be top paid. of the show. Like you know, that. it says that. And yeah, I mean, we're not. We, Sorry, we don't let me rephrase that. I would love to get paid by a sponsor. But what I mean by we're not paid is that we're not paid to make to do good reviews. He's like, we're not paid, but we would like to get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I I will. You know, if somebody said, "Hey, we'll oh, pay man. you to review these for us," say some nice things. No. The for the first. I will first say. Yeah. I will say what I actually think about it. If you right. choose to pay me, great. But right. no. Yeah. You know, I've got. I've got standards, man. You know, my opinions aren't for everybody. Sometimes they're going to piss people off. And sometimes I'm going to make you laugh your ass off. It just happens. It's who I am. And I'm unapologetic unapologetic about it. I think that the the most confusing review that he's ever given me, Russ, was we reviewed uh, an anime called Agrisuko. Uh, or sorry, Agretzico, Agretzico, and it's um, what it is is that the Sanrio company that does Hello Kitty took a few of their characters and put it in this adult animated show where it's about a about a, a character who who goes to work every day. She it, she fills her jobs kind of dead end. She has a shitty boss, and to relieve the stress, she goes to a karaoke bar at night and and sings heavy metal, like come talking about hardcore death metal kind of heavy ah. heavy metal. Nice. Um, but it's all through the it's all through the guise of Sanrio cutesy characters. Oh, I wow. loved it. I thought it was really Interesting. fun. Josh fucking hated it. <laughs> yep. I love that <laughs> juxtaposition between the cutesiness oh. and the adultness. Like I love that so much. And I thought, okay, Josh just doesn't like cutesy characters. Over the course of the podcast, he just doesn't like cutesy characters. But yet, uh, I play the shit out of Animal Crossing. Don't get it. I don't get it. I <laughs> go figure. Sometimes certain things 
certain things work, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's it's, interesting. It's, it's, <laughs> so my brain's just like, I sure, let's play Animal Crossing. Oh god, what the fuck! <laughs> hilarious, dude. Shit. Uh, but yeah, so um, but yeah, I'm glad you're going back and listening to old episodes. Like I said, there's yeah, a few man. that I know kind of suck. Because, like, I think, honestly, to be – I and I could be wrong about this. This is what I want to hear from you guys because I have a thought process of, like, do you guys give a shit that we try to do new uh, new shows? Like, or is it that we could go back and do old shows that have been on Netflix for a while and review them? Like, what do you guys care about? Does it matter to you mm. or anything? Because I always like, hey, let's watch, you know, when Sabrina came out, I, I suggest we watch it, even though Josh and I weren't necessarily interested in it because it was new and being talked about on Twitter. Yeah. I, I really to like be that fair, show. To be fair, <laughs> we watched the first season and we both liked it. Yeah, but yeah. I like it a lot. To be honest, haven't gone back and watched it since. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all caught up. I'm, 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 I'm ready for season four. I'm excited. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't ready. bad by any stretch of imagination. I just, you know, it's it's another one. Did you guys, you guys, did you guys ever watch The Order? No. No. Nope. Okay, that's another, that's another one on Netflix. That's pretty interesting. It's 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 a little, it's pretty wild. It's you know, magic and werewolves and all kinds of crazy shit involved in it. It's it's pretty awesome. Then season two of that's supposed to be coming out soon. I don't know when. Sometime in 2020, but <laughs> the only rule I think the only rule that at this point we try to keep up with is that it has yeah. to be an internet streaming show. It can't be like uh, it, yeah, which we have kind of broken that. Like B Stars was not an like it was not originally on Netflix. It was on some Japanese okay. network, but yeah. for America, it was originally on Netflix. So that's why right. we're just kind of like, eh, fuck it. Well, right. we also you know watched The Watchmen on HBO. True. And True. While we did watch it via streaming, um, you know, it's still a premium network channel, but it's a paid channel. So, yeah, I figured. We break it. the rules from time to time is my point. And like, well, it's because... our own rules to break. <laughs> yeah, right. so I, was about, I was about to say, you guys make the rules, you can break them. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> Screw that. You know? Yeah. That's but that's why I want, that's why I want feedback is like, do people yeah. care in regard to listen to that? But. All right, we gotta wrap this up. We keep saying, keep right. saying that, know, but we never right? do. That's got the longest outro ever. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no uh, guys, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, hundredth episode next week. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, send us your feedback. Send us anything uh, that you want via the like all the links that Josh gave earlier. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Adios, Take care, guys. everybody.